Hi folks, Sal here. This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Alright, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police. What a crusade of the law. Hey everybody, welcome off the rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. Welcome back, everybody, and happy new year to everyone. How's it going? I was ready. I know. I was ready. Yeah, yeah, I'm well, glad you were. Although I'm still posting to my stories. Well, that's fine. No one's no one's gonna blame you for cross dipping, <laughs> so to speak. I'm gonna blame me. I'm gonna blame me. Well, that's okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but listen, I can't blame anybody else for being in the chat right now. Welcome to the live edition of this show, where we take the past books, recap them, review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations of books that are coming out this week we think you should pick up. Of course, a couple of interesting things took place this holiday season. Uh, of course, Comic Pop reached 90,000 subscribers. Yay. Uh, we did Doomsday Clock on our New Year's episode of Back Issues, and uh, also some movies came out that a lot of people saw. We're going to be talking about some of those movies, but before we jump into them, of course, I want to mention two things. First of all, this show and every show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you want to support us, you can use Super Chats, ask a question or comment, the proceeds of which will go into the uh, infrastructure that allows Comic Pop to exist. Comic Pop is going to be going through some interesting changes and metamorphoses as uh, the year progresses. We're going to be doing some, some, some shifts, some changes, some updates, and uh, we're also going to have to deal with uh, the fallout of the propagation and perpetuation of the virus that has been uh, ruining the past year uh, it's not gone the vaccine isn't uh available to probably anyone who's watching this show maybe uh, not so we may have some healthcare workers there might be there. a couple of you but uh that's it and uh that of course does not apply to anyone who works here uh at comic pop so we're gonna be having to work around that as well um the other uh, sponsor of today's episode that I want to mention is uh, Insight Editions. If you don't know who that is, you probably do, and you don't even notice the the label. Uh, Insight Editions makes a lot of neat like pop culture uh, merch. More specifically, the thing you probably know them, I know the thing that I know them best about, is the, the books they make. Uh, this is the most recent thing that I think a lot of people are familiar with. It's uh, The Anatomy of the Metahuman. It's like a DC book about like how metahumans work in the DC universe. Uh, it's just a really fun, like, in-universe kind of, like, I don't know, uh, scientific tome that is a little, like, <laughs> it's like you reached into a portal in the DC Universe, pulled it out, here's how uh, the metahumans that live and breathe in the DC Universe operate. It's a really neat little book, but there's a lot of books like this. Actually, featured behind me is the Spider-Man book. It's actually even bigger than this, and it kind of just, like, runs down who Spider-Man is, and it, it, there's a lot of books like this. Uh, and, of course, there's, like, a neat, uh, they, did a, they did this really great in-depth Ghostbusters book, yeah. Uh, that I am a huge fan of that I don't have here at the studio. I keep that at home, that's, close to my heart. That's a home book. Uh, that's a home book. They yeah, also yeah. do a lot of uh, recipe books. Yes, I have the Overwatch one, and I have the World of Warcraft one, and I love them both. You also have the uh, Eat the Universe Marvel book. That's right. Uh, from uh, Justin Warner. That's right. Yeah. I don't think that one's at home, though. I think that one's here. Is it? No, it's so. got to be there. Yeah, because okay. we've used it. Um, but yeah, if you want to uh, help us out or help them out or help yourself out, uh, you can save 35% by using the link not only in the chat right now, but also in the description of this video. Just click the link and then shop. You're good to go. But if you don't want to do that or for whatever reason you don't like convenience, you could always use POP35 at checkout and it'll save you 35% on 
most stuff in there. Uh, if you use the link, I think it'll like X out or at the very least, like you'll know there are a couple of exclusions that do apply. Okay. Um, but, uh, but not for a lot of the things we mentioned, particularly no, the, the and things that are relevant to uh, people watching the show. Yeah, today. they do a really good job, honestly, with the books themselves. They look impressive. Yes. They are nice to have out there. Like they make people want to open them, pick them up and check them out, even if they have no interest necessarily in the subject material. Yes. So so let's say the holidays <laughs> coming back around, everyone's vaccinated, you got your family coming over, you want to impress them, maybe you want to get them on your side, you leave out one of these neat tasty books on the coffee table, they open it up, maybe they get a little bit of a connection with you as a person and, uh, and accept some part of you that they didn't right. before. So maybe I'm speaking personally about this, but you know, let's, let's, let's focus on the or, topic at hand. Or you could, you know, make a couple of recipes out of one of the books yeah. and then be like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, no, these are, uh, these are World Warcraft cookies, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the orcs. Make them. I, I made I made a goblin one one time. It was good. And Reinhardt's chocolate cake. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. That was good. So yeah, uh, so we're going to jump into some movies. Uh, I, I, we are obviously going to talk about Wonder Woman 84. Uh, I think that we're going to leave that for last because the biggest one. We're going to go from order of like least anticipated to most anticipated in terms of conversation. Before we do that, of course, let's talk about some Super Chats. We have Gar, who says, friendly reminder to buy Challenge of the Super Suns. It drops every Monday and is only a dollar. Got to show uh, with the numbers what we as the fans want. Uh, actually, I subscribed to that series, so I got an email this morning from Comixology that was like, hey, Challenge of Super Suns came out. Here it is. You already bought it. Oh, wow. So uh, I, I have already read it, and I've already uh, enjoyed it. It's I a, love that. It's terrific. Brian Rollins, hope you enjoy the holidays. I would have more if I didn't watch Wonder Woman 84 on Christmas Day. The Doomsday Clockback issues was amazing. Well, if you haven't already checked it out, ladies and gentlemen, you should. Three plus hours of back issues goodness. Um and so much more Absolutely. to come. Absolutely, I'm trying so hard to quietly open this Rice Krispie Treats. Yes. It's not going just do well. it. Just open it. Enjoy. Everyone loves Rice Krispie Treats. I and if you don't, you it's one. because you're... Yeah, that's fine. I don't care. Uh, Alex Cash, congrats on 90K. Thank, thank you very you much, so Alex. Much. And thank you for supporting us for so long. Uh, Alex, of course, is from our Patreon. Uh, and, of course, is here in the chat. So we thank you, Alex, for double dipping for us. Uh, Chris Wimberly says, watch for years. Hope I watch for many more. We intend for that to occur, Chris. Uh, if you actually check our community tab, I did a little update, a little, like, housekeeping, saying, nice. like, hey, checking in, letting you know we're going to be here for a lot longer uh, than most YouTube channels, probably. Uh, so let's jump into them. you might even want us here. Oh, certainly. Well, there's a couple of those. <laughs> so uh, let's jump into the movies. Uh, the first one that we saw was Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, we saw Sonic the Hedgehog. It's a movie that a uh, lot of a uh, lot of critical response before the movie even came out. Of course, this is one of those movies that uh, was bullied by the audience into looking better. I have to tell you, like having seen the movie, all ninety-eight minutes of it, uh, the uh, the the Sonic redesign saved that picture because the movie is every movie you've ever seen. I'm gonna put quotes around "save." Well, in terms of <laughs> at least it wasn't disgusting to look at as well right because the whole reason to see it is sonic the hedgehog of course sonic the hedgehog play is, is basically he's a ninja turtle you know he's he's every car he's a smurf he's every character that is cg from the cartoon universe brought in to our world you know yeah. the only thing that i'm surprised the only trope that they didn't do was having sonic appear through the sewers into Times Square. That's the only trope that is not present in Sonic the Hedgehog. Whole movie is a famous bowl of shit you've seen a thousand times before. There are yeah. characters who literally are there, I'm here to do this. There's a character who's just there to crap on our protagonist's marriage because we because there is not there are not enough obstacles. Yeah, yeah. 
Because it's not enough that, like, Jim Carrey is Robotnik. Yeah. No, I... It's... Here's the thing. It's very bad. I didn't have, like... it. Look, it's a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, so right. I wasn't going into I wasn't thinking, expecting like, it to be, like, Kenneth Branagh's next installment of Henry VIII. Yeah. Um, that said, I was a little disappointed, honestly, at even though it is a kid's movie, at how little they paid attention to story and plot. Like, even having a rock simple plot, yeah. things kind of just happen because they have to happen. Yes, yes. Which was like, I was like, wow. I mean, like, kids kids can follow along with something of a plot, a little, like, stronger than that. And every time, I just feel really bad for James Marston. Oh, my God. I do what I don't. I mean, he's getting a check. Dude, you know Dude's what? Like, he, at some point in his, like, late 20s, early 30s, was like, I'm never going to be the leading man. Yeah. Like, I'm never going to be the the hero. I'm I'm just gonna be the heavy, or I'm just gonna be like some pretty boy, occupying a role. Like I'm gonna be Cyclops, second fiddle to Wolverine. I'm oh, I'm gonna be you know cucked by Superman. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm I'm never gonna like I'll be the the the, the doofus in the uh, the Enchanted movie. Like he's every pretty guy. He just he yeah. does a job, but he's a workhorse. No, he is, and he like, just yeah. shows up and does it. And he's like he's like forty six or whatever, and he's like. I'm the protagonist. Like, okie dokie. I'm going to go on a zany road trip with this cartoon yeah, character. He has a couple of moments, but those moments are actually with human beings where like, I'm like, oh man, he, he still's got the chops. Like, yeah, he, he still do it. Like, he's a pretty like interesting scene between him and, and Jim Carrey. And I was like, this is, this is actually cool for him. Right. You know what I mean? Like not everybody gets to work with Jim Carrey. No. And, like, and Jim Carrey's like weird now. So it's like, he, he's very selective. Very unless selective. he's not. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, he's yeah. being robotic. No, it's true. Um, you know they're playing with the idea of like Sonic lore and like yeah I'm not only a, big, a little bit I'm not a big no Sonic like no. lore fan like I'm aware of the cartoon shows both of them and there's multiple there are three or four of right them. well both of the originals the first two yeah um but like they're playing with things and they're trying to craft their own universe and like they're clearly trying to set things up for something in the past yeah. it's just for me I was just like you guys are relying more on the fact that it is Sonic the Hedgehog, the character, yep. less about the story that you're telling. Right. Well, it's just like clearly the studio, it wasn't like they were interested in the rich tapestry that is the Sonic universe. Right. They were just like, we have the Sonic license. We have this script that calls for a road trip between like character must get MacGuffin. Yeah. They go on like, I thought there were going to be like a couple of things. But it's just the roadside bar. Mm -hmm. That's the whole diversion until we get back to the plot. Yeah, I love that scene because it's so crappy. Where like they go to the they go to their hotel and then conveniently across the street is this like zany roadside bar that like everyone would have noticed. No, they're at that, a con they're at a gas station convenience store because he buys snacks there. That's right. That's the convenience store. Then they go to the hotel. Yeah. But even still, like there's a lot of like there's a lot of chaos happening on a different set over there yeah. that's supposed to be like eight feet away from them. And then they only notice it when they need to notice but it. But that schlock, like, I like. And that's fine. Like, that's like, actually, like, funny to me that, like, it's like this, like, you know, Sonic looks over and, like, there's something more and more ridiculous. Yes. And that would just not even be there. And I'm right. like, that's that would funny. never and occur. If that was the tone of the humor throughout, yeah. I think I would have been way more on board for this. Because right. here's the thing. I, I understand, again, this is a kid's movie. And, like, I can just enjoy a kid's movie and for it, sure. But, yeah. like, this just didn't hit no totally emotionally at all like i was just like and it's over cool yeah at, at the very least you know what i do appreciate about this because there's a lot of like for me you know part of the reason why i probably don't have kids is because i would destroy and warp <laughs> them and, you know because I, I, when i grew up like my kids movies were movies that were made 
technically for children, but they were really made for like special effects artists who just like said they were making a kids movie. Sure. Like, is Labyrinth for children? I doubt it. Is The Last Unicorn for children? No way. But like, it looks like a children's movie, and that's what that's all my parents cared about. They were like, a cartoon, watch it. Puppets, watch it. Return See, to Oz, check it out. I it's think, like this is really scarring. I think children. that worked out in your favor. It, it did make me very the interesting. Way you grew up. I grew up like sanitary, where it's like we don't watch things like that right. because you'll have nightmares. Yeah, but and, then you sought nightmares. You're yeah. like, I don't have enough nightmares in my life. I'm going to Silent Hill. Right, exactly. So yeah, but uh, <laughs> but but um, I I don't appreciate like crap made for kids today because like everyone goes like, oh, what about Gravity Falls and Avatar: The Last Airbender? It's like, yo, those are two examples. And for every two examples, you have a hundred Paw Patrols. Yeah, but you could also say, like, a Steven Universe. Yeah. Yeah, but isn't that for children, or is that just for Joel? And so, like, for those, it's like, you could have a lot of crap. And, like, this is utterly harmless. There is nothing wrong with this movie yeah. in terms of it being a, a, a diversion for children. You no, know, it has a beginning, middle, and end. It's just a lot of things happen mm -hmm. because they have because to Because they have to, Yeah. But there are some moments, there were actually some moments that, like, kind of made us laugh. Yes, we most, actually laughed, like, twice. Most of the time, it was, like, a delivery yep, that it was, was not delivery. for children. No. You know? But even then, it wasn't like it was, like, a dick joke. It was just a just a flat, like, no, human it, reaction yeah. that I enjoyed. Yeah. yeah, it was reactions from either Marsden or Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Like, Jim Carrey has a line about a latte or, like... Solid stuff. It That's solid, because, like, you know, he gets this, like, ridiculous latte order that, like, he's like, I thought you might want one. Yeah. And, like, he's angry. So he's angry upset, and abusive. And, like, yeah, and he just, he just yells at him, and he's like, you know I love the way you make them. And I was like, <laughs> I love the way you make them. That's really funny. Yeah, like, that that's, was, yeah. That's the Jim Carrey that I miss. Right. Well, and you'll never see again. No. Well, unless they make Sonic 2. That's, the funny thing is, like, they're setting up this world building that they clearly have no, I'm like, interest in slash ability to achieve. You're like, end of movie Robotnik? You know, he's just thin version of cartoon Robotnik. Like, he looks great. Yeah. And, like, Tails shows up. I'm like, whoa. This. Yeah, honestly, it's like you don't care. Like you don't want to do that. You don't want to do a movie in that universe with those characters. I, well, they should have because honestly, the soft opening with with its like ridiculous like oh with the owl with the owl with the owl. I was like, okay, but I have no I have no context for the owl, so I don't know. If I, it's I think that's made part up. of the Sonic lore, but like regardless, like there was something that happens in that where he's like chased down by ninjas, and I'm like, holy crap, they're knuckles. They're knuckles. They're echidnas, and, and it's I'm like, like oh, is that a thing? I would have rather I think seen the movie there. Yes, yeah, that movie. Which I think would have been the sequel. Yeah. Which probably would have been more akin to like the, you know, Tails and, and Sally. Yeah. And like, you know? But it's funny is those characters are only in those cartoons. Like just adapt the cartoon. But even though that, I remember being a kid watching that cartoon. That cartoon was kind of bleak. It was. Right? Like I liked that. And never getting at Uncle Chuck. I think they do. Anyway, Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> it's harmless. If you want to show it to your nephew, niece, whatever, I say you, there's nothing in there that's objectionable that you can worry about. Like, it's just, it's just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and like, I, I'll say this too. Like, there was a moment at the end that like, I was like, they should have had more of this. And it's right at the end and it's a music cue. Mm. And it's like a piano version yes. of some of the Sonic music. And I was like, ooh! Yeah, but the oh. Sonic music some of the best music in video games. And it's like, use it! It should have been, it should have been in every action sequence. Yeah. Like, they, they picked some rando music. They, they picked a song from the library of, like, cross-promotional bullshit for the Quicksilver sequence in the beginning when he's yeah. in the roadside bar. And it's like, that's... Like, it could have been anything. It's just their time in the bottle scene. And I'm like, is he... Whatever. It, no complaints. No, Even the no. voice of, of Sonic. I'm like, yeah, all right. You could have gotten no. Jaleel White. You sure. could have. You could have, for sure. Saved some money. But, like, you know, it was he was fun. He was youthful enough. You know what I mean? He eats like, a chili dog. He does eat a chili dog. But he also farts, though. 
He does fart. <laughs> or short. Yeah. As it is implied by James Marsden. That that might have happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, did that just happen in, in this movie? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we saw we that. We saw Sonic. We saw uh, it. Dino Jackson, congratulations <laughs> on hitting 90,000. Wanted to know <laughs> if you read you. Archer vs. Predator. Yes, both of them. Uh, CK? <laughs> Says, hey, beautiful folk, I just got back into back issues recently and low-key forgot how much joy you all bring. Thank Aww. you for sharing your great selves. All the loves. Uh, thank you very much, man. Uh, you, Tiffany, extra thank you for showing me Saga. It is my favorite. <gasps> Yay! That is the case when people find Saga. That's awesome. You know, but thank you very much, man. That's so great. Welcome back. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan <laughs> Lehman, helping us out. Thank you very much. Christian uh, Pereira. Pereira. Hey, happy new year. Happy better <laughs> new year. I finally get what reading Dark Knight Death Metal is like. It's like a friend telling me his D&D campaign. <laughs> I get that he had fun, but I was not there to experiencing it. Yeah. That's really funny. Right? That's yeah. really funny, Christian. That's exactly what that is. Good Love call. that. Uh, I'm going to use that. Uh, forging <laughs> views. Can't watch right now. I uh, just want to say I couldn't believe how flimsy and abrupt the Invisible Jet explanation was wow uh anyway love you guys and love the show thank you very much forging views yeah we're gonna get to that we will get to that we have a lot i'm not gonna waste time we won't like we did with sonic the hedgehog uh (laughs) the gray initiate uh i remember the 70k live stream like it was yesterday congrats on the new milestone three hours of doomsday clock was amazing i've watched it twice holy crap wow dude can't wait to see what else you have planned for this year can't wait to show you man thank you very much for your support and thank you for checking out the show twice it's six hours uh jeffrey candolo congrats on 90k and happy new year happy new to you uh and the comic pop team your videos got me through the last semester of college and for that i thank you well congratulations happy graduation congratulations good luck with the rest of your life uh it's not like don't think of it being like college and then just the rest of my life because that's literally the rest of your life broke it break that up into milestones too yeah Uh, is there any chance of seeing a new age of heroes books like sideways on gbu absolutely yeah there's a good chance that i need to buy them uh, John Holbrook, uh, thanks. Congratulations on 90k. Uh, thanks for getting me through 2020 without going completely insane. Well, Just a little insane is okay. Honestly, John, you guys did the same thing. Yeah. Like if we, if I didn't have this outlet, I don't know what the hell we would have done. Uh, so thank you very much. We would have been dressing the cats up and taking photos. That's true. Yeah, they would have. Each of them would have gotten their own Instagram accounts. There would have been crossovers. It would have been a nightmare. <laughs> Patrick Lawson, Happy New Year, Silent Tip. Hope is all is well. It's going well, Patrick. Thank you very much. Could be better, but you know what? We're going there. Not channel related, but tangentially. Nathan Berg, been watching the old back issues. Crazy how much you've changed for the better. Love you to keep oh. it up. 100K isn't far away. Nathan Berg, I like remember you from then. Thank you very much Thank for your support you. and uh, for checking out the old show. Uh, if you guys haven't, it is very fun to see like how fat I've gotten. Uh, the Batman of Points says, I see Wonder Woman and the New Mutants in the thumbnail come to find Silent Tiffany. Talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. Not bad. Good luck in the new year. Yeah, I promise we're going <laughs> to we'll get, get there. there. We just figured we'd start with, with that. Exactly. Um... Uh, and Myers, 1963. Greetings from Lithuania. Oh, hello. Hello. I think this might be our first Lithuanian uh, super chat. Like don't quote me on that, though. Don't 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 add us. Mr. Ketch, oh no, uh, says Happy New Year. Just wanted to say thanks for the whole comic pop team. Binge watching back issues did a lot of help to keep me sane in 2020. Keep doing more Peter David symbiote. Spider Man cracked me up. I had a great time doing that book. It's just I I want to love it, and Peter David does such a great job with that book. It's just Greg Land's art can't I can't. I feel really terrible about it, but uh, but I will do more Peter you David. Just, just, it's just so funny. I'm just like, well, I know I never ever have to worry about getting original art by, by Greg, Greg Land. Land. Well, th- that in and of itself is impossible. <laughs> uh, Nerd King 101 says, "Congrats on 90k. Uh, you guys deserve it and way more. Thank you very much." 
I've uh, been following for a few years now. Uh, been on Patreon for over a year, and I want everyone to know it's 100% worth it. I've already seen one of the next back issues, only 20 a month. Thank you very much, Nerd King, for supporting us for so long. We do appreciate it, man. Thank oh, you. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, and if you ever need it, if you have any questions, just shoot me a message. I check it every day. Um, I, I need to do more, like, weekly updates, because, like, the problem is usually, like, I don't have much in the way of, like, updating you. Like, I have plans, but, like, I feel bad, because there's, like, there are more updates on Patreon about what we are going to do, and then we never get to it, versus, like, Here's okay. what we're doing, and then seeing it. You know what we'll fruition. start doing? Mm. We'll start doing something where it's like two things are a truth and one is a total lie. Yeah, get ready. No. <laughs> Scarlet Hottie, hope you guys had a good holiday. Hopefully, 2021 gives the population much to discuss. Oh, I'm sure so. it will. No question about that. Um, so yeah, uh, we saw Soul. We did. I didn't know we were gonna actually like mention that. I think we're just gonna yeah, just just it's good. It. I. I really like. I yeah. think at first when we went into it... We, we were like, here's another Pixar. Because like, Pixar has kind of like lost its way over the last couple uh, yeah, of years. Yeah, like honestly, like I I think I... What was the last one I saw? Uh, it was not The Good Dinosaur, and I don't think you saw Inside Out. So it was not. long before that. Um, it's been a while. Oh, Incredibles 2. It was Incredibles 2. Which, uh... <laughs> which was, yeah, was not for me. No, we also saw Toy Story 4. Yes, Toy Story, which was which also I not great. I didn't need. Yeah, um, no. So I, I went into this like, you know, kind of more excited about the art style for this than the actual story and literally by the end of it i had such a great time um i think my review of it would be you'll get out of it whatever you want to get out of it because you could just take on the face value for the story that it is or trust me there are some really hard-hitting lessons in there <laughs> yeah. which right at the beginning of the year could be good to kind of set a tone for yourself to, to try to like up the ante for the year a little bit um yeah. I I had such a good time with that film, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and like that art, like I love the style of that movie. Oh yeah. Like yeah. the ethereal from the, beings. Well, yeah, from the ethereal beings, and they're like two dimensions that like cross over one another, almost yep. like you know, like like a cubist painting yes. in a way. Um, to the actual real world style. Yeah. Um, the way in which like music is portrayed the way in which like music touches people's lives, like yeah, but it's not like Ratatouille where it's like you know it. The zone is not limited to music. Yeah, Which I yeah. really appreciate. Because Ratatouille is like a similar thing where it's like, I put these, I put cheese and cherries together and I have this orgasmic experience. And it's yeah. like, it's like, okay, good for you. But like, if you don't have that kind of relationship with food, it's like, oh, well, I don't give a shit. No. This th is much more inclusive. It, despite the fact that it looks more, much more like focused where it's yeah. like, oh, it's a movie about jazz. Pass. It's not. No, it, it, <laughs> it is. It is and it isn't. Like jazz plays a big role and like, I'm, I'm super glad it's there. Um, yeah. Because also it like helps to really bolster um the soundtrack yes um but honestly like there's so much depth to this film if you want it to be there exactly if you want it to be there go in dig into it but if not just enjoy the movie mm -hmm. for what it is that's right uh we had a couple others and then we'll jump into new mutants i think right that's the other movie that's the only other yeah that's what we did uh nick smith have you ever read uh charles soul's run on marvel now's thunderbolts no uh, issues 12 to 22 his stuff are some of my favorite comic arcs wow Huh? It's some high praise. I do have one more movie we watched. Okay, what's that? Wait, I made you watch Your Name. Oh, yeah, Your Name! The anime from 2015. Yeah, it was 2017. I wasn't that far off. I've had it for a while. It was sent to us um, very lovingly, and I finally had the opportunity to sit down and watch it, and yes. Sal finally wandered into the living room. And, and... I missed, like, the first five minutes. Yeah, maybe. you did, and you maybe. watched it with me, and I... I was like, I was like, oh, okay, I see where this is going, and then I very obviously did not see where this was going. Um, As is I, the case with that particular like studios pictures. Yeah, well, no, that's not. Is it not Summer Wars people? No, it's not. Mm. Um, this is a different gentleman who, who made um, Five Centimeters, and I think 
Uh, Garden of Words? I'm not sure about that. Don't quote me on that one. But Five Centimeters, I've seen and I really enjoyed it. Yes. I've seen Garden of Words, which is why I think I'm, I'm thinking Thinking it's that, but yeah. it's probably not that. Um, so I was happy to finally sit down and watch your name, and it, I thought it was great. Yep, it's it's, it's just, excellent. It was excellent. It, it, the pacing's fantastic, and yep. and it's just the right amount of stress. It had a f- similar tone to Summer Wars and the others. That, yeah, like, I don't, in that, I, kind that, of like a like you know like real like a slice of life, but there's something fantastical going. Yeah, on. it's magical realism. It's it's very much like the the Spanish like genre yeah. thereof, where it's like. It's it's the real world with that. Yeah. Like this one change. And it's just if this one change were the thing. And it's always the one change in this particular case in which I found across the spectrum when it comes to this kind of stuff is the one change is Japanese folklore. Like, is what if this one element of Japanese folklore was real? Well, all right. Yeah, kind of. But like, that's fine. Like, yeah. people, like they're, they're Japanese. Well, it's just funny. You know? Yeah. No, <laughs> and, I... and their culture is cool. Yes. And ours as like Paul Bunyan. Like, what if Paul Bunyan was real? Oh, like, no, there's yeah. no cool, like American thing that <laughs> I can some, pull into. I'm sure there are, but not in that capacity. But it's dope. And it's like, and, it, and it's fun. And it uses a trope that I enjoy very much. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm, I'm glad we got to watch it together. Me too. Yeah. It was like, it was just a really sweet film. It is. It's very lovely. If you can watch it with somebody, if you can't, you can still watch it. Yeah. Uh, just for me, helped us out. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, thanks for getting me through 2020 and congrats to 90K. All love from the Philippines. Thank you very much, Just Me, uh, yeah. for your support. And uh, yeah, Zyko the Psycho. Hey guys, with Tom Taylor taking on Nightwing, will you be checking it out? Yes. Uh, and any chance of the other uh, Vols volumes of Superman Earth 1 on back issues? Uh, I'll take that or a Nightwing book. Keep it up. Nightwing, we will do one day. It won't be a straight up Nightwing book. It'll be like an Elseworlds Nightwing book, uh, but I don't have any plans for it right away. I just know that's... If, if Nightwing, for me, I'm like, I got that one and then like probably Prodigal. Uh, and then when it comes to Superman Earth One, I have no interest in doing more Superman, uh, only because Superman, unless it's like really a spe- like especially big or Im- impactful, nobody watches Superman. We learned that the hard way by doing Superman the Earth Stealers. Mm. Uh, it was so poorly reviewed. I'm like, man, I'm never gonna do any more Superman just for fun. I thought Superman was gonna be like, oh, we can do Batman, Spider Man, and any Superman. It's like, no, you cannot. Yeah. And we did Earth One Volume One. That was really fun. I'd love to do Earth Volume like Earth One Volume Two and Three. I'm not. Right, uh, right, but right. Batman Earth 1 Volume 2, 3, soon when it's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom, hope you guys are well. Uh, just got my uh, Alex Ross art book and absolutely love it. I'm really hoping for a good Superman run in this new era of DC. Yeah, man. I don't know what we'll see. Uh, by the way, if you're not sure what he's talking about, Alex Ross has this really cool book. He's no longer sponsoring the episode, but I will mention it because I just dig it. I was I pre-ordered it before we got the sponsorship deal. Uh, he put out a book called, like, uh, Alex Ross Unseen or something like that effect. It's just unproduced art that he did. So it's like his pick for redesigning the entire Fantastic Four, his uh, DC Star Wars crossover, his Star Trek Star Wars crossovers, his Beatles work. There's a lot of really cool stuff in there. You can find it on alexross.com. Check it out if you uh, yeah. are so inclined. And uh, Zyko the Psycho back saying, thoughts on Keaton apparently being the main DCU Batman. All I can say is, huh? I've been seeing that trending on Twitter. They're basically saying Michael Keaton, according to Warner Brothers, is the main DCEU Batman. That means nothing to me because Warner Brothers, AT&T, that studio in particular, doesn't know what the terms they're using mean and they don't care. So they're just like, here's the deal. Uh, We don't care and we're not going to start. Like they don't know. They didn't coin the phrase DCEU. So they don't even know what that is and they don't have any affinity for it. There's no one at the studio level that like needs to preserve the integrity of the DCEU because they don't give a shit what that means. Mm-hmm. They don't know what that means. Obviously Affleck's out. Uh, he might do like two scenes in that upcoming Bat- uh, Flash movie, but who knows? Um, Keaton is the main DCU Batman. It could mean Batman Beyond. 
if they set the if they made the DCEU or the new continuity in universe in movies Batman Beyond I think would be a big mistake because mm. it doesn't like that doesn't make any sense and it's like you've thrown away 80 years worth of continuity and, and story to tell stories you've never told yeah. good luck with that um I don't trust the studio to do the original like to do original content um so yeah I, I would take it with a grain of salt Sounds sounds like a sounds like a big stupid thing to say out loud. Yeah, it's just something that like it was on Buzz. Yeah, it was on Buzz. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, let's jump into New Mutants. Uh, New Mutants was a movie that was uh, anticipated for the last twenty five years. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited. They that were it making came it out. before they were making Marvel movies. Yep. Yep. Even, no. So. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was the other. It was like another like attempt at uh, like. Spinning all, you know, back when Fox was like, okay, we have Fantastic Four and X-Men. We've proven fan. We can't make Fantastic Four movies. Mm -hmm. Let's just keep making X-Men movies. We figured it out. We can make one Logan movie. We can make multiple Deadpools. But we still need a team movie. Let's make New Mutants. And from the marketing to the premise, you could tell that they were going to do the Demon Bear saga. Oh, for sure. And... Yeah. That was some, ex there was a lot of hype for this movie for people who either knew or tangentially were aware of Demon Bear because there's a lot of really good things surrounding it. I'll let you take it away from there. What is awesome about uh, New Mutants and why would people be excited about a New Mutants movie? Okay, like originally or about this one? Yeah, initially and initially, then about this movie. Um, because New Mutants um, was, you know, a, a Chris Claremont kind of like, hey, here are these young mutants. They wanted to create this. But around the time of the Demon Bear saga, they brought on uh, Sinkovich. I always say it wrong and you always correct me. Well, he spells it Sinkevich. on his Sinkovich. I always say it wrong the first time and then I get it the second time, which is why I'm never I talking know, to him. When I was a kid, I always pronounced it Sinkovitz. Yeah. Sinkovich. So, yeah. Um, who really brought it a, 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 a new twist to the way comics were told. Yeah. And in particular... It for New Mutants because New Mutants was kind of this like fringe sort of like it's you could do anything you could do anything with, anything with it. these characters what, they're young they're whatever like they sure like you know Storm's in the Demon Bear saga for like a hot second you know what I mean like she's doing her thing she's kind of a mentor you know yeah but the fact is like we can do something new and exciting with this and what he brought was like this incredible styling and like you know the Demon Bear himself yes and his look. It's like nothing we'd ever seen before. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, Sinkevich also has a really interesting take on like Warlock and like oh, the yeah. Phalanx shows up in this saga for like a hot second, which is why I was like, this will be interesting to see how they turn like, you know, trim this down. Because if you pick up a trade of the Demon Bear saga, it includes <laughs> some earlier New Mutants to explain to you a little bit more about Danny Moonstar. Yes. It explain it gives you the Demon Bear saga, which is dealing with things that are happening in the current continuity of New Mutants, plus trying to set up things for the future. Yep. And then it includes something else at the end that yeah. kind of like brings the Demon Bear back. Yeah, that's why in the trades we normally have, you can find New Mutants and X-Force. And it's like, what? X-Force? Yeah, because they they added in... like Because they continued the Demon Bear stuff. Yes, yeah. Um, so I was like, this will be interesting because there's clearly some things they're going to have to drop out of this. Um, and they certainly did. And I think they were right because they had literally nothing to do You're with telling the Demon Bear. You could do like a, like a, like a hundred minute long movie yeah. Because the, the Demon Bear's the one book, it's like, what, one issue, two issues? Yeah. So it's like, you could tell that whole thing, to scale it back, to be like, here's the team, here's the bear, they fight at the end. Yeah. Like, it's, there are no subplots. Mm -hmm. So you don't really need to worry about adapting it. It's it's the easiest thing you could possibly adapt to introduce the new mutants. Sure. Even though you need a lot of context for who these people are because they're dropping in the middle of it because you're like, who's Danny Moon's... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Well, you better because what? here she is. And they also... And she's not even in the book for most of the... 
No, she's the, I mean, she's the driving force behind it, but force. she is unconscious for much exactly. like, for, for much of the saga itself. Right. Um they also drop a character. Yes. Because Magma is in yeah. this and she's not in the movie. Too expensive. Too ex- I think definitely too expensive. Well also what, two two firebase powers? No, 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 no. <laughs> we can't have that many firebase powers. We don't mm. need all those firebase powers. Yeah. Um this film, of course, you know, was uh, stuck in limbo. <laughs> it's, it's oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Uh, oh. for, the, for the longest time uh, had a, like a little bit of controversy around it about how they misspelled oh a Bob McCloud's name in yes. the credits yep yep um, yeah that controversy was started by Bob McCloud <laughs> well look, here's the thing like, listen if it was my name I'd be pissed too it's your name like it, it, it's like it's yours and it's the first and last time I'm probably going to be in an X-Men yeah, movie yeah so like thanks, I, so. I understand that that is like that is on a bunch of people's shoulders um, for certain. Like, yep. you know, there, there's a lot that goes into that. I've also been on the other side of that where it's just like... Dude, there's a lot of names. There's so many names. You know what I mean? Like, And like, so it sucks that it's you. Yeah. It sucks that it's anyone. It always sucks that it's you. Yeah. But it's like, I've been on that side where it's like, I, I there's only so many people can look at these things and like try yeah. to get it correct. Right. And like, it now sucks. that being said, you had the movie for like four years in you development. Could've you could have from... you could have spell checked it twice. <laughs> you could have spell checked it a couple times. Yes. Yeah. A couple times for sure. Um, I would say New Mutants the movie is a complete 100 percent like adaptation of this. Yeah. You're not going to get the Demon Bear saga in no. that movie and there's no way that they could have done that the, the fact is it's like they're trying to make it so that it makes sense in the context of that film the demon bear saga makes sense in the context of everything that's been going on with the new mutants and like knowing you know danny and and, and knowing some of these characters yeah, and if you don't know them you better you need to adapt it to right. introduce those characters so the film has the battle of i need to introduce you to these characters at least you already know what mutants are right you know what a mutant is yeah cool but I need to introduce, introduce you to all these folk. I need to inter- introduce you to a little bit of Danny's culture. Yep. I need to introduce you to the facility yeah. that they're going to be in. And then I need to tell you the story and have it wrap up. Right. At the end. Yeah. What would you think? Did they do it? I think they accomplished it. I think like, that... Like, it is a movie. Yes. No, for sure. I, I, I think they accomplished it definitely. I enjoyed it, I think, more than I thought I was going Same. to. Because I went into it having... Zero expectations because of how long it had been sitting on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I, I, had, I didn't have any hope for it, um, and I, so I think I enjoyed it a little bit more because of that. Certainly, I, I enjoyed it more be- based on the negative press I heard about it. Yeah, like after it had come out, people were like, "Oh, it's like I heard such extremes." Like I, ne- I didn't hear anybody say like, "Oh, it's fine." Like there was one reviewer I saw who said like, "No, it's fine," and even then, I don't think that was like a fair assessment. But everyone who I'd heard an opinion about this movie was saying it was, like, the worst thing ever. Like, the worst one. I'm like, the worst one? Yeah. Have you seen X3? (laughs) Have you seen Apocalypse? Have you seen Dark Phoenix? Right, The worst one? Like, I think I enjoyed this more than Deadpool 2. Oh. Because Deadpool 2 was like... I know you don't like that child actor. No, I don't. (laughs) No, I don't. And seeing him in Christmas Chronicles 2, I'm like, not again! Go away! Who are you? Who do you know? Get out of my movies. Um, You're awful. There were moments in this, clearly, that, like, really appealed to me, visually speaking. Again, because of that, like, of horror that I have. And, like, there were, like, you know, some low-key Silent Hill vibes. Some low-key, like copy or creepypasta kind of like story vibes going on in yes. there. 
Um, that said, I, I think they definitely missed out on a couple of like of beats that they could have gone yeah. for um, the, the the team. Like the be like, hey, we're young kids and we're having fun and we gotta like not like each other and then we like each other. They don't like each other for longer than they do like each other, I and know. they don't like each other for good for any good reason. Like yeah. they don't ever like have a thing that brings them together outside of like the real world. I guess I really wouldn't not like this person for this long anymore. Like it, it actually is more realistic that they stop not liking each other because the reasons they didn't like each other were so petty and lame yes. that it's like you would just stop doing that. Right. I will say the only person that like is like she's like weirdly out of character and yet for the character they built for the movie is in character magic. is magic yeah. because it's like that ain't magic. Magic no. Um but the actress is great and yep. like yes, she comes off as like hating and like she really doesn't seem to like like um, Danny whatsoever based yeah. on her culture and right. her race. Right. Um, however, the story they tell you is like what a damaged individual she is. And like, it's very obvious that she's doing that as a way to like ground herself. And also it doesn't make it right. No, does not make it right. But it's like a way in which she tries to make herself feel better. Right. Because of how damaged she is based on her upbringing. Right. Um, again, I'm not saying that's a right reason to do anything, no, 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 but, but at least I the, get it. In the, the character in the context of everything, she, it makes sense for her. Yeah. So I dig that. Um, yeah, the, the visual... Like, it's funny because I was... From the trailer, I was expecting a movie about, like, five characters... You know, a small confederacy of characters mm -hmm. in a very, like, claustrophobic setting mm -hmm. for the whole movie. Sure. And I got that. You did. And I'm like, yay! Yeah, no, like, I, what I what I like it was that she... Like, that, that it, like, literally takes place in like one set and yeah. for them it is a world ending event for them mm -hmm. but not for the actual world which is something that the x-men franchise desperately needs mm -hmm. because first class would have been way better if there wasn't like a cuban missile crisis at the end yeah <laughs> like yeah the x-men do save the world when they're fighting the Phoenix or Apocalypse. That I get. Yeah. But like every other X-Men movie, you know, like you could scale it back a little bit. Like X2, one of the, arguably one of the best ones. Mm -hmm. They have to stop the flood. I don't know. Like they got to stop Stryker. He's a jerk. I don't, I honestly don't remember. Yeah, it's just Stryker's going to like steal mutants. And oh, that's mm -hmm. right. They know they're killing everybody. They're killing all the mutants. Okay. But it was just them. And then it was flipped. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was a world ending event. Mm -hmm. Ugh. But uh, but I like I like uh, I like when the X Men are just like dealing with protecting themselves. Like the the uh, some some superhero I don't remember who it was but, like you know broke it down where like the Fantastic Four explore the the Avengers avenge the X Men defend mm -hmm. you know and like the X Men defend like they're they protect themselves yeah. and they're dealing with like aggressors from outside. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and I think it worked. Even you know it's not X Men but it is in the X Men universe. Yeah. Um, there was a moment that like there's a there's an aspect of this movie where it's like yeah listen like. I, I I hate to be the first one to tell anybody this, uh -huh. but like Hollywood has utter disdain for comic books. Oh, like sure. they don't respect them. They don't like them. They hate having to use them. Some studios like make movies that are like apologies for having to use the franchise because they don't have Harry Potter anymore. Right. Like, right, th right. They just, they just don't like using them. And so occasionally you'll get like, like Spider-Man, Spider-Man one and two, you know, they were like, I remember watching producers talk about how, like, they were like, what well, we found out what was really cool is Sam Raimi actually liked the character. 
And it was like, yeah, the only reason why Spider-Man worked in any conceivable level is because Sam Raimi liked the character and was like, you have to use these things. Because mm. if you read any script for Spider-Man before Sam Raimi came along, it's like, wow, that's not Spider-Man. Because Hollywood's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I just, I just want to take their money. I don't want to, like, right, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't appeal to them. Yeah. So it's like, X-Men's hard because it's like a thousand characters and it's like, they're never going to get it right. They're never going to give you the character you want. And when they do, it's like, wow, I can't believe they did that. And usually it's by accident. Or it's or by like accident a, or it's like, it's in name only and it's not actually the character. Right. Or, or, or like, an actor or driving force behind it, like like Deadpool. Yeah. Why does Deadpool exist and why do you like it? Because Ryan Reynolds cares. That's why. Yeah. Like, and so you'll, the, the closest you can get is like cosmetic shit, like Lockheed. Yeah. Like, hey, Lockheed's in this movie. He's a puppet expression of of Ileana's, like, trauma. Yeah. But when she's using magic, he's, he's a real, real dragon. But that's not even her dragon. But he isn't, he is in... In, in New Mutants. In New Mutants, Ileana has Lockheed. Right, right, right. And so, like, they're like, well, oh, a dragon? Yeah, hey, that's Throw a... Throw it in. Hey, like, that's a fun visual cue that will make the nerds stand up and clap. And it's like, yeah, is it condescending and frustrating? Yeah, but like, is it dope when she uses her powers and fucking Lockheed comes to life? Yeah. And starts shooting fire? Yeah. yeah. That, and that's like, when you when you shut off that aspect of your brain, and you don't even need to shut it off, but like understand that Hollywood hates this shit mm -hmm. and they made it anyway. And Lockheed the dragon is purple and he doesn't talk and he shoots hellfire. Like, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, no complaints there. No. It, is it, it, like, dumb that it comes it, to life and it's, like, actually like a trauma puppet? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, like, window dressing, kind of. Yeah. For for the film. Um, I felt like one of the biggest, like, weird successes for me was the fact that the demon bear kind of looked like the size it would have been. Yes. It's not the... Like, it's more like a bear than it is in the... The comic. In the well, comic. Well, because, of course, the, the sadness is that it's CG. I know. You could have just done Sienkiewicz's bear. Yeah. And it would have been fucking weird. I know. It would have been weird and dope and crazy, but they didn't do that. No, like, he's just did, a literal it, bear. But his size and like some of the proportions, I yes. was like, that's cool. And that's very mm -hmm. evocative of the bear. They completely changed the ending. Yes. Um, As they had. There's part of it that I like about it. And there's part of it that I don't. I'm like, you know, in the book, it sets up that like it's her parents and they were possessed and they were taken over by the bear. Yep. And that like they um were now freed and like it was only her grandfather that was keeping her safe and that's why like once he died she he, they were coming for her right yeah, yeah, yeah and in this she actually gets to face it right she doesn't face it no they it's have actually, to her friends fight yeah her it. friends fight it for her which is like you know it's a, it's a team building event um, why not but like, if, if you're building a team do it yeah you know what fine um, it actually is like a trim it's a it's a more streamlined like i get it and yeah. i'm not mad that they did that yeah um, but it, it's just funny how much it really does diverge, um, from that. Cause oh, they like, totally. they like go in, they like go someplace else and yes. they fight that bear and they fight the bear at church. They literally here. fight it here. They yeah. Fight, they literally fight it at church. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, take it with, with, if you want it, like it's out there. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. No. Anymore. No. And like, <laughs> especially if you want to like show just how little the studio gave a shit, the, the, the Essex studio, like the... They see, like, I think Danny uses her mind powers and she can see into her brain. Yeah. And she sees the facility that creates X-23 from Logan. Mm -hmm. So is New Mutants taking place in the Logan future? Right. So does that mean that there is no X-Men? Because, like, they're talking about, like, the facility in Westchester and they know the X-Men. But, like, the X-Men have been dead for years. What? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And it's, at first you're like, oh, neat, Mr. Sinister. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Then you're thinking like, wait, but Mr. Sinister post-Logan? So like, wait. <laughs> but that doesn't make any sense. I know. And it's like, 
if you dropped that and used and stole the ending from Wolverine, like X-Men Origins Wolverine, where like Professor X shows up in a jet, he's like, come on, like, I would have been okay with that. I I like I kind of enjoyed it just being not associated with anything. Yeah. Like it's just its own thing. I'm glad that of like, that too. They they hint at Xavier. They they hint at like the grander world that's out there, but we don't see anything of it. The story is entirely isolated in a bubble and doesn't have to affect anything that you enjoy. That's the thing. Is that's, it's just like who cares? That's like, what's so satisfying about these smaller films. Is yes. It doesn't affect anything you already enjoy. Yeah, it's it's actually really cool that <laughs> that it's remarkable that they got away with making a movie this small yeah. in this franchise that this studio desperately thought they needed. Right? You know, they're like, "I need to make a thing." Yeah. It's like, "Here's a movie that should have cost like 50 million dollars." Sure. <laughs> like, who cares? You know, yeah. and it was just like a little fun movie, and I'm glad. And like, there were sequences like the 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 creepypasta, like Slenderman, where I'm like, I can't believe they did this. Right, exactly. And like, for those who are excited for a horror themed Doctor Strange movie, you should be excited that they've already tested the waters, kind of. Yeah, it's well, it's too bad that like everyone it, considers it a failure yeah. because like this is actually kind of neat like, and scary. But like, what it's doing at the very least, even even if you don't like the film, even if you don't like the politics around it, even if you don't like anything about it, what you can like about it is the fact that it tried to do a superhero film in a different genre. Yeah. And like, I, I think for that, it's like, that's neat. Yeah. That's neat. Exactly. No, I didn't feel like I wasted my time. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. I would have been I would have been happy to see, to have seen it in theaters or when it was supposed to come I, out. Yeah, I mean, like I was happy to. Oh no! Well, it was, it was <laughs> great to be able to pause. Less. Yeah. No, oh, that's. True. <laughs> uh, Therio, God of Rage. Congrats on 90k. You guys make me feel less alone in my love in my love for comics, and I love you both for for it. Keep on thundering. Try, man. Thank you very much, God yeah. of Rage. Keep it up, man. Thank you. Um, Ricky Walter, keep watching you. Uh, been watching you guys for a while. It's my evening ritual to watch you mercilessly rip apart great and horrible stories before I go to sleep. Keep it up. P.S. Still waiting on Holy Terror, huh? Yeah, Ricky. Uh, we're working on that. I mean, not really, but like, I will <laughs> eventually do it. Maybe we'll see. At this point, like, does anybody care about Holy Terror or care to me talking about it? I doubt it. But we'll, you know, you never know. Uh, thank you very much, man. So, Justin Hope, uh, I want to support you guys more. I was wondering what gives you more YouTube money. Do you get more if I skip the commercials or if I watch them? I mean, obviously, if you watch them, it helps out. Um, a lot of people like uh, back <laughs> back when. Uh, YouTube gurus made money or worked for studios before they were all fired, they would say things like, no one's watching your shows. They just run it. Like, so put as many ads as you can into every episode. Like, just put them in there. Mm -hmm. Because, like, when people watch back issues, they're just clicking it and then leaving the room. Mm -hmm. So they can't skip them. And I'm like, there's no fucking way that's true. But I bet it is true for some of them. And I know that, like, some of my colleagues take it a little bit more directly than others, where it's like, sweet, your video is 10 minutes? That's four ads. Whoa, your video is an hour? That's like 26 ads. And I'm like, that's dude, ads. <laughs> dude, no one's going to stay. And it's like, yeah. yeah, but they're already AFK. But if you are AFK and you, you know, then yeah, let the ad run. But like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you to like run ads. Like the reality is like, if you really want to directly support me, go to patreon.com slash compop. You can do that or, you know, or whatever. You can always use the super chats. That also helps. I mean, cause we're not, the, the ad money is the, is the number one place for revenue, mm -hmm. but it shouldn't be. And it won't be forever. So you know, these are the avenues. Uh, Dizzy C, uh, thank you very much for your support, man. Thank you man. so much. Hey, Silent Hill, longtime viewer. Been watching Comic Pop since Spider-Man Blue. That was those are those are, oh, those are gray couch days, I think. Uh, wanted to mention because I don't think most folks are reading it. Kelly Thompson's Black Widow is an amazing run. Might be her best run at Marvel. 
which uh, what I'd say is the best art in Marvel line right now. Yeah, I loved the first issue. I enjoy well, I enjoyed the first issue. I loved the art. The coloring sucked. And I wanted it to be more engaging. The premise was neater. You know, like it was more interesting than previous attempts on Black Widow. So I do appreciate that. Um, I need to read more of it. Uh, I know you like Kelly Thompson's work. I do. Uh, particularly more on other books than Black Widow. Mm -hmm. uh, but thank you for the support. And yeah, listen, check out Black Widow. Kelly Thompson, just follow her career. Yes. Uh, Corey Latham says, Hey, just wanted to say thanks. I got a bunch of new comics for Christmas. Thanks to your recommendations, such as Mr. Miracle and New Frontier. Happy 90K. Nice. Those are great books. Those, those are, are great excellent books. picks. Thank excellent, you. Excellent, excellent picks. Uh, we're almost uh, here. Uh, we're almost here. We're almost to the next thing. Uh, M.A. says, uh, Just wanted to say thanks for getting me through family issues and my oh. second to last semester of high school back issues has kept me going and i can't thank you guys enough love you guys love you too ma thank you very much and congrats on on graduating yeah right if that's well second to last yeah so you're almost, almost there. there stick with it is that the penultimate semester the penultimate or... semester yeah yeah <laughs> so put it that way man um uh brandon musha says any plans on bringing back heroes against humanity with benny that was a great show not my show uh and not not my circus not my monkeys if you want to see that show come back ask benny <laughs> uh, or check out uh, Absolute Comics on twitch.tv slash comicstorian on Tuesdays after 5.30 p.m. And you can ask your question there. Mods and or Benny will answer it for you. you I, I, and I would if I knew the answer to that. I can't because I don't run that show. I could really be like, hey, man, go for it. Like, you know, I could be like, hey, Benny, I could tell him. But, uh, you know, yeah. And uh, Asger's Web, uh, can you do The Child Within by J.M.D. Mateus on back issues? I can. I can do that. But I'll have to get it on in trade, which I don't think it is. Um, ah. Or if it is, it's in like an old trade, which I know one store that has it, and it's in New Hope, Pennsylvania. So I'll have to go find it. Uh, so yeah. Uh, but not right now. But not right now. Now we're talking about Wonder Woman 84 or WW84 or Wonder Woman 1984, all of which was directed by Patty Jenkins uh, and written by Patty Jenkins and Jeff Johns and a couple other people. Uh, this movie had come out uh, this holiday weekend. And uh, we saw it. Um, there's yes. A, there's a lot of controversy slash discussion around this movie. So let's talk a little bit about uh, our initial thoughts on the movie. And I guess we could, you know, we'll just talk about the movie. Uh, sure. So, Wonder Woman 84, uh, sequel to the first movie set in the DCU, I guess, whatever. We're not going to talk about the DCU. Nope. Its connections are untethered it is it is adrift it has nothing to it is virtually nothing to do with anything outside of wonder woman hitting a couple of security cams like there's there's virtually nothing there yeah to to connect it in any way to the dceu outside of a couple of like eagle-eyed mr sunday movies-esque look at that did you miss it kind of mode no like motions that i uh, don't care about talking about let's okay. talk about the movie itself let's do it uh this movie is not very good what no, it's not. <laughs> it's it's not very good, and it's like it's a hot mess. It is a hot mess. Like it's it's too bad because like it has a lot of the things that I want, right? Like let's talk about some of the things that we liked and some of the things that I've wanted that it thought it was doing for me. Okay, uh, it was brighter, which is something that I've been asking for in, uh, in from the DCU for a while. These characters are colorful superheroes. We should be able to see their colors. We should be able to see them being superheroes. We see both those things. They up the color and they up the superheroics when those scenes take place uh of which there are two uh, but yeah we we get except for that one scene where she fights the bad guy but like 
Wonder Woman, like, the color palette's up. And I uh, enjoyed the fact that, like, in the 80 years since the last time we saw her, she, uh, or 70 years, really, uh, she uses her lasso. And I was thinking about, like, how much she uses it, how I'm like, this is ridiculous. Um, but I do appreciate that, like, she learned how to use it so well. Sure. You yeah. know, like, hey, listen, like, if you have the lasso truth, and that's, like, your most powerful weapon in your arsenal, not including swords, uh, then you're going to learn how to use this versatile, like, versatility. And, uh, you know, so she could, like, make it into a shield, even though she had one. She could use it as a, she could she could web swing with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, she could uh, latch on to anyone with it. Like, it, it, it could do anything. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I was like, it was fun to see her, like, using it a lot. Because I like the effect of the lasso, and I like seeing it in action. I was like, mm-hmm. cool, look at her, look at her being a Wonder Woman. Look at her throwing her tiara. And, like, that's a thing she does. And I remember being like, early in the movie, I was like, uh, we were watching it with a person who'd never seen any Wonder Woman movie and knew virtually nothing about the character. Yes. And I was like, and, and she asked something about flying. And I'm like, yeah, she used to, it's like in, in some continuity, she can fly. Yeah. And then she does. Yep. And then she does. She does all the things. Like, here's the thing. She does all the things that anyone in their 60s would think Wonder Woman does. Like, she flies, she uses her lasso, she tells the truth, she gives long speeches about, like, truth and, and love, and, you know, she flies an invisible jet, and uh, and she has no other discernible personality. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, she does all kinds of stuff. Um, but yeah, otherwise, like, she's, you know, she, she cosmetically fits, she cosmetically checks boxes that say Wonder Woman. Yes. Also, Pedro Pascal is good in it. He's fine. You know what, though? You know, I, I, I both love and I don't like him in this movie. No, well, it's because he doesn't know what this is. Like He doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't. He's like, what the fuck? Like, he's, he's reading the script and he's like, okay, so I do this and then I do this. But he's like, swinging from the fences and being an 80s guy. He's like the Futurama 80s Yeah, he's guy. being Bonitis. He's got Bonitis and he's got to cure it. Yeah. Um, and his only wish. Is that, she, is that he <laughs> thought to cure Bonitis. <laughs> but, um... You know, and, like, he's just going for it. Yeah, and I really, like, like, value that. But, like, sometimes you don't have to go you know, for it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's Nicolas Cage. Like, you don't always have to go for 110%. Sometimes yeah. the role requires you to just be the character. Yeah, but the yeah, fact yeah. is, because he isn't in any way Maxwell Lord, like, at some point or other, I was oh, like... Excuse me, he's Max Lord. Well, that's what I'm saying, is he's not Maxwell Lord. I'm like, at some point, maybe like a third of the way through the movie, I'm like, oh, you're not even gonna do that. So, like, he's somebody else. Yeah. That that sucks for two reasons. One, we didn't get Maxwell Lord. Two, we're never going to get Maxwell Lord. Well, maybe they will. Maybe they'll be like, no, I'm the real conf- Maxwell Lord. Yeah, we're going to Mandarin him. That's real name. Yeah, we're going to Mandarin him up. The real Maxwell Lord's going to show up and kill him in the first act. Yep. And be like, he's mad that you took his name. Like, no! that's re- They're not going to do that. But I don't even want them to do that. I want them to do Maxwell Lord. But instead, it's just like, he's a Trump like stand-in. He's a... He's an 80s guy. He's a snake oil salesman. He's a, like, TV guru. He's an evangelical. Like, he's, like, all these crappy things. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like... And he's... That that kid. His He has a kid. The kid is terrible. It's not he's, his fault. He's, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, not, he's not given anything. He's not given anything. He's not given anything to work with. You can't say that kid's terrible because he's not given anything to but do. I, but I feel bad for him because Pedro Pascal is like, listen, I'm the, Ma- I'm the Mandalorian. If I'm not careful, that's it. <laughs> and like, you know, 99% of the show is the mask. So 
I better do something. So he is using that kid like a prop, and I feel really bad because like every judge he's has that kid, he is like they might as well have just been like he. There is no kid. You just put a little like a dummy there because he's like flinging him around. He's like hugging him. He's grabbing his head. I'm like this kid must be like freaking out. Like when he gets to his trailer or his parents' trailer, he, he's like this Pedro Pascal guy is really getting grabby. Like I feel really bad because he's just he's just shaking this kid because he loves him so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like who cares. Like every time that a movie's like, you need to, I want you to feel a little bad for them. They always throw a kid in there and I'm like, God damn it. But anyway, that's another tangent. But like, yeah, Pedro Pascal, but I liked that he gave it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He brought it. Yeah. And it's just, the character sucks and the, the story's stupid. Sure, sure. I mean, like, I would say the same thing about Kristen Wiig. Yes. Because like, she does a surprisingly better job than I was anticipated. Yeah. And like, she actually like, as her character has its turn. Yep. And like changes, she she changes as well physically yep. and in terms of like acting just and like I was michelle like, pfeiffer in batman return sure but like you know like she still does it and yeah. like it's just it's it's just who gives a shit because like <laughs> she is in the first act her character from ghostbusters yeah and it's like i don't ca- you hired Kristen wood that's who you hi- that's who she is yeah that's who she is in every snl sketch that's who she is in ghostbusters bridesmaids that's who she is you hired her she's gonna do that mm-hmm. you know that's what you do. So, okay, fine. You know, as much as I don't want that, that's what she did. But when she like, but there was also some character there. Like her, her, I am amazed at the restraint in not making her an overt lesbian. Like there was an undercurrent of her attraction to, to Wonder Woman. Right. And it's like, it could be interpreted one way or the other. It could be like, it's just, she's just so like impressed with her. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wow. Like you really went there? No, she's not gay for Wonder Woman. It's like, or you could say, yeah, no, she lives in the eighties. And she's like, I can't just say I'm gay. Like I can't be gay for Wonder Woman. Uh, Or like people will give me more shit than I already get. Like I'm different enough, you know? Like I don't need that kind of bullshit from society. Cool. And they don't go there. Like, cause, yeah. cause they don't like halfway through forget it's the eighties and go like, I'm gay. And who, I don't care who knows it. Like there's nothing like that. Yeah. And I'm like, that's really cool. Like that there's some, that there's subtlety in this character that turns into a cat lady at the end. She, well, I mean, we knew she was going to turn into, we a knew she was going to turn lady. into a cat lady, but I don't think anyone expected her to turn into a cat lady like that. No. <laughs> no. Like there were a lot of options. And they yeah. didn't went with none of them. You had a pitch for how she turns into a cheetah. Do you remember it? No. Okay, because I do vaguely you remember do. remember it? Yeah, basically that like uh, she, you know, she wishes that she were like Diana so she gets powers. Uh-huh. And then, uh, you know, or, well, she gets strength. And I think the idea was that like maybe she like wants to, like, she, you know, she realizes that's not enough or something like that. I don't remember. It was something like where, oh, like, oh, that's a monkey's paw. The idea is that the wishes are a monkey's paw. And so like, which As is what con- they are. Yeah, but like not really though. I remember what it was. Okay, what was it? Was it was Cersei. That's it. Thank because you. Cersei is known for turning people into animals. And so since Cersei is like behind the scenes, like mastering things, which right. is not what happens. Not what happens. Oh, uh, in the movie that like, that's why she turns into an animal. Yes, because like the- Although typically men- but who she cares? an exception. Yeah, the idea is that, like, the rock... Because in the story, the wish rock is, like, connected to the gods. And yes. so you were like, ooh. When you said the rock, I was like, Dwayne Johnson. Who is in the DCU and will be Black Dwayne Adam. Dwayne Johnson yeah, as the wishing as rock. As the wishing stone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so... 
it says that it's connected to gods. You were like, ooh, Cersei, that'd I be was, cool. I was so there. Especially I was like, because they were oh, clearly Spider-Man 3 in this movie where they're like, okay, Cheetah, Max, well, I also was like, Cersei. I was like, that's the post-credits. Got it. We're going to find out Cersei. Yeah, the whole thing. It'd I'm be like, amazing if there was no wish rock. It was just like, it was just, it's a rock. Yeah. And she made the wishes happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like really Cersei. And then it's like, we're setting it up for like a god fight in Wonder Woman 3. Uh, or Wonder Woman 1996 or whatever the fuck they want to call it next. <laughs> uh, because that's Greenland. That's happening. Um, but uh, but yeah, I love the idea that like Cersei was behind it all, and then yeah, like she's like, okay, you want power like Wonder Woman, but like you got to be a cat now, and yeah. it's like you can't. No one's gonna want to have sex with you except creeps in the basements. So you know, here we go. <laughs> like, wow. I don't know something like that. But uh, anyway, uh, Cheetah was a disappointment, but we didn't get there yet. Uh, no, no, we'll we'll get there. Like this movie, like starts off with two different openings yep we got two cold opens for this movie. two different openings one which is only cool because it's like hey and Tyope got to be back for a second which is literally she only literally reason nothing the coolest moment for me for her is when she strides out onto a field of women running at her with javelins and she's like i gotta i gotta i gotta pull this kid out she's right now gra- she's she she like super moms it. She's yeah. like a kid throwing a tantrum in the store. Nah. No. Boom. Bam. You're out. Drop my cart. Take the kid. It's over. We don't need any of this food. The rest of my day is gonna be punishing you. <laughs> that is dope. Yeah. That's, but that's it. Like she doesn't she doesn't say anything. Usual. She sa- well she well, says a lot of things. She that, says a lot like, of things and like shit. it's it's trying to set things up for later, but like it's completely useless. Yes. <laughs> the whole sequence is completely useless. It's just most. I feel like it's supposed to make you think of the first movie. Yeah. Well, because... But that's not what this movie is. Because this movie's the, not the first movie. No, it's not. It tries so way. hard to make you think of that first movie, and it's just not that movie. But also, like, deliberately isn't. Like, from yeah. the color palette to the tone to the direction to, yes. like, the... And it's directed by the same fucking person. Yep. But uh, but it is not the first movie. And then you, like, you know, you see other reviews and, like, you see comparisons, like, of scenes. You're like, wow, that is not the same fucking movie. Like, at all. Yep. Like, damn. Um, you know big Ares fight notwithstanding. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, like, you know, you, you learned something interesting about the Ares fight, right? You were talking about that the other day. What yeah, was I was talking... I, I thought I read someplace, and I don't have a source cited for this because it was one of those things where I was reading an article on my phone and then I made it go away forever. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I'm so good at I do that, too. I'm good at the Constantly. internet. Um, but that, like, originally, um, like, Hades, the actor who played Hades, which I never remember his name. Lupin. Yeah, or Ares. <laughs> I said Hades. Ares. Ares, yeah. He was playing Ares, um, like, was supposed to just be himself and was like, ta-da, it's me. Right. Or is it? I look like that guy because I wanted to look like that That's, guy, but is... actually I'm just a big scary monster. Like, no, or a no, big no. scary guy. He's just himself. Like, he's just that guy, but with no big body attached oh. to it. It's just like... This is it. I'm I'm Aries. Right. Okay. Like that's it, and that there wasn't supposed to be that like weird like his head on like on a, a big terrible bo- CG body like and then, Mark Ruffalo and, and the like, Iron Man. Suit. Like Patty Jenkins had pitched that to the studio, and the studio was like, "Cool, all right, yeah, 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 yeah." Um, hey, I know we're shooting this now. We want to see Aries. Yeah, actually, you know what? No, give him so, a big so put him in. Thing so they didn't really have enough time to really fully polish that sequence because like it was put in late, and I was like, "Oh, that shows." Oh, that's interesting. Okay, and you recognize that? Well, at least. Jenkins recognizes that she's like or I mean she, like it turned out fine I guess but like she recognizes it's not as complete as it should have been based on every article I've read about Patty Jenkins over the last year yeah Patty Jenkins is really good at like deflecting blame sure like she's really good at citing something that you don't like about something she did and then saying it's not her fault right that one I can buy though because the way the conversation goes I was like that's such a studio thing totally where, where they're like yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. but no but hey but actually action but actually it's the thing I want yeah to do that yeah and I was like that is such a studio move completely 100% like yeah. other stuff 
probably not but probably like not. that i was like i buy it i buy the studio being like i'm so on board yeah. for this vision yep but hey, we're not gonna do that hey you know what i was thinking you should do that thing i said yeah the you, thing i said that you, is you way the, less good you remember the thing i said but I like, like this movie has two cold opens neither of them matter uh the second one is the part where i that i thought was going to enjoy the most uh it had spider-man 2 and 3-esque extras in it that were just laughably terrible and it like frustrated me beyond belief I don't know why, but I'm, like, always really frustrated by bad extras or, like, overacting extras. Yeah. Where they just chew the scenery, and I'm like, don't do that. Uh, The one where it's, like, the most distinct-looking human I've ever seen yelling no, like, at the top of his lungs, and it's like, you're trying to run away with, like, money and stolen jewels, and you're yelling no. Like, like, I was just like, this is horrible. The mall, (laughs) all right, so, like, that, the first cold open leading into the mall sequence, I was like, what is happening? Halfway through the first, halfway sequence, I'm like, I can't believe it's still going. Right? This is gonna really like. This is really gotta tie in, right? Nope. Then mall sequence. Then mall sequence, and then mall sequence is like what you usually want from like a street level superhero is to just see them like stop and crime, right? But this is Wonder Woman, and she just fought a god, so it's it's it's, it's kind of ridiculous. It's kind of weird. Well, no, watch her mop the floor with these guys, right? Like, cause like what could be possibly more frustrating? Like, what could be like? How can we raise the stakes? She's got to fight a cheetah at the end, cause like look at her mop the floor with these dudes. Okay. But she has to do it, like, secretively. But you're in the mall. I know. I mean, you're in the mall in the 80s, so it's not like everyone's got a phone No one's filming. With, you know how much cameras? Like, camcorders in 1984, I can tell you this, were $3,000. Yeah. So not everyone's walking around the mall in D.C. with $3,000 video cameras. Yeah. But, like, listen. I, I don't care and about that. Like, the fact is, Wonder Woman being, like, a myth until 2008 or whatever sucks. And, like... The, the the more away from that we get, the better. The I fact guess, that you even got like her break in the cameras see, is like a, a like an allowance. Like you're lucky you got that. At yeah, all. the Wonder Woman myth thing, like whatever. But the Wonder Woman myth thing would have allowed for them to actually do a cheetah origin because Wonder Woman could have been living in like some archaeological like jungle region or whatever, doing her thing because it's like kind of close to Themyscira, not really. Right, and like we have cheetah introduced that way yes. where there's like it's like it's cliche and it's stupid but like at least it's more accurate well because i remember like five minutes into the movie <laughs> after meeting cheetah you're like isn't she like an archaeologist <laughs> yeah they're like no nah, she's a gemologist i'm like oh that sucks sure oh well that kind of changes everything <laughs> i'm like so the so the rock is gonna is it's tied to some cheetah nope 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 no okay, cool. it's nothing yeah and like so after the mall sequence, which at least admittedly, I was like, hey, look at them like doing Stranger Things set dressings here. For me, I was like, look at Shazam. Well, yeah, it just looks like Shazam again because yeah. there's a big fight in the mall and it's bright and colorful and it's like silly. Yeah, but that's okay. Oh, no, yeah. Like, that's, that's what I fun. wanted. That's fun. Yeah. But, um, then we really, like, they're like, all right, now we gotta. Now we gotta it. get back to the plot. Now you know, the thing you're really here it, for. Which is that, like, Max Lord is a failing oil tycoon yep. who is a flim-flam artist <laughs> who, who is like, hey, I'm totally rich and awesome and have all of these oil fields and you should invest in me. And like that, when you were talking about things that we liked, I was trying so hard to come up with something I liked. And, and that I was really having a hard time with it. <laughs> it's the visual storytelling that actually happens in this movie for like a second where they go to... Was it black gold? Yes. 
And like he walks in, and there's like the the, the ridiculous like lobby with the opulent the, lobby with the with the sexy receptionist. Yeah, from the eighties, and like you know he's like hold my calls and blah blah blah. And then he enters into the rest of the building, and he goes upstairs, and it's empty. Yeah, and it's huge. And yeah. I'm like, that's awesome. You told me everything I needed to know without having to tell me. You literally didn't need a kid. Like, like you didn't need anything. At all. You didn't need a scene of him tearfully like begging this guy for money. Like you just you see it. Yeah, you. He's did surrounded it. by his failure. It's that's so great. You did it. You did the thing you're supposed to do. Hey, you showed not told. That's what movies are supposed to do. Oh, I forgot that we were watching a movie. Yeah, so like I really dug that, and like there was like, regardless of the fact that like, it is like we're, this is the plot of Wonder Woman. Right. There's something interesting about that character who's like just trying to prove himself and make his way in the world. Yes. And like honestly, being in the '80s, and like it is a like like very. One type of guy is really the guy who's supposed to be like, you know, like on Wall Street and like doing whatever. And Pedro Pascal is not that guy. No. And like, so he's already has an uphill battle. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. Right. Kinda, the only way he can make it in his head is by using magic. And right. Like, that's kind of That's kind of cool. It's, it's like that character from Wonder Woman 1 who's like, I want to be an actor, but I'm the wrong color. Yes, exactly. It's the same thing, but a little worse. Right. But like... <laughs> But, like, there's something, like, that's fundamentally interesting about that. Yes. But, like, it kind of gets brushed aside. It, it does. In favor of all the other bullshit. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's what's like, kills me about that. Yeah. I was like, but, like, I get it because, like, that's, like, a rough, like, how do you make transition that into a Wonder Woman part? I'm like, that's, like, an interesting part <laughs> yeah. for what's, something. What's I don't know Wonder what. Go- How's Wonder Woman going to teach him a lesson about, like, valuing his race? Yeah. Probably, and, like, his upbringing and, like, you know, who he is as a person and, like, how to make his own way. Yeah, yeah. And, like, be like She's that. not going to do that. I don't know. But, yeah. so I like, don't know, but I'm not... I wasn't charged to write what right, I wanted right. to. But, like, you know, it's all tied together. The the jewel heist was, yes. to, like, you know... It was, was orchestrated. To get this specific rock that's super important and, like, the FBI reaches out to the Smithsonian where Diana works and Kristen Wiig works. And they need a gemologist to look at this thing because they got to figure out what it is. I feel like that would have just gone in a room someplace. Absolutely. Like the FBI would have been like, I don't give a crap. Nope. Nope. I don't care. Hey, they they could have been. It was a slow day for the FBI. Yeah. You know, you didn't need to make it a gem. It could have been like a, well, it could have been a gem inside of a thing. It's so not, she's an archaeologist. It's, it's, st- it's a stone. It's a but stone. like she could, it could have been inside of like, you know, she's an archaeologist. Uh it could have been inside of like a, a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like a statue that she would have like been an expert on. And then like Lord accidentally drops it in a room and then right. she finds it that way. You know, so it's like that's why she's connected something to actually make Minerva not be stupid. But uh yeah, no, gemstones. Gemologists. Yeah, and and essentially that's how they get tied into it. And then like you know, oh, it's a wishing stone. I remember, like, I was like, what? Like, when it was a wishing stone, Listen, I was like, what the fuck? You find a really big troll doll. You pop that thing right in its tummy. Yeah, that's right. And then you just rub it. Yeah, and then you flick its hair back and forth. Is that, does it, is it both? Is that why my wishes didn't come true? No, you just, you just do that because it's fun. Oh, because it's fun. I see. Because it's like, it has no actual round head. It's just like, a, it's just, it's just a, it's a just, hole and hair shoots out of it. It's a planter for hair, yes. Yeah. Um, but like you, we discover that it's like, and I, I'm going to bring this up because I'm going to talk about this later. We discover that it's a wishing stone by a guy holding it and being like, oh, I wish I had a cup of coffee. And then the coffee appears. And the coffee appears and he has a coffee because like someone's out sick. And that was the trade-off. That person's sick. I what? guess that's no. what the trade-off no. is. No, it was not. Because there, there has to be monkey's paw. There has to be a trade-off even though there aren't randomly. Right. And so like, you know, then Wonder Woman holds it. And she silently silent wishes wish, about and Steve Kristen being Wig back. makes her wish, and it's like, okay, I see what we're doing here. Uh-huh. And then mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you don't see what you're doing because no. then Pedro Pascal eventually gets a hold of it by like 
you know, delighting and dazzling. Yeah, he seduces her. Like Kristen Wiig uh-huh. and like, you know, like talking about how awesome she is and having a good time. How does he steal it? It's huge. It's like the size of a freaking like car battery. Have, I think she he asks for it because and they have sex. You think? They definitely do. No, but how does he get it out? I think he just says, like, I'm going to take this. Really? Thing. You think he just takes it? Because I thought he, like, smuggled it in out. The, in the aftermath of it, like, you know, yeah. he's like, it's like pillow talk. You know, if I'm he can... borrow this. If Pedro Pascal's we'll character... Like, next week. If Max Lord can, like, bag, you know, people like Kristen Wiig... Well, she's, like, she's not all... Yeah, she's got glasses. Don't forget... Well, no, she, no, that's right. At the time, that's not, like, she doesn't, they don't bang yet. No. Like, he leaves because mm-hmm. he knows that she has it. And then she comes back and she's all hot. Right. She's all hot. Yeah. Um, but that also, of course, torpedoes my gay plot. Because she's interested in Max I Lord. think she's just interested Unless she just in, wants attention. I think she wants to have human interaction and nobody pays attention to She'll take to it anyway because she, yeah. maybe she's like, oh, I'm not really supposed to feel this way anyway. So, right. maybe, you know, this guy's successful showing attention to me. Right. And then we get to the part of the movie that has caused quite a bit of stir. Ah, yes. The Quantum Leap story. Um, That is never explained. <laughs> never addressed. Never explained. Um, Yeah, Steve comes Steve back. Steve Trevor comes back. But, but he can't like, just come back. He can't just like. Be sh- back. He can't just show up. No. No. It's got to be quantum leaped into a sexy other guy. Yeah, like Wonder Woman goes to this gala thing because she's got to deal with Pedro Pascal and Kristen Wiig and all that crap that's going on about the gemstone, right? Mm -hmm. And um, when she's there, there's a guy who's like talking to her in a specific way and all of a sudden she's like, oh crap. It's you. It's Steve Trevor. And I remember being like, okay. I'm like, wait, what? I did not think for a second it was going to quantum leap it. I thought it was that she was just it's been so long that she like forgot what he looked like and you know like she like her di- it was we were visualizing her disbelief that he was back i was like my brain was just trying to pin this together yeah and then it was like no he is inhabiting the body of this other guy and she sees him the way she is as a visual cue to hire chris pine to be in our movie again and it's like why did you do that? Like, I'm gonna throw away all the all the sexual overtones that everyone's complaining about. She's a rapist. Shut up. Have you ever seen Quantum Leap? I know you haven't, but like that show is like nine seasons of that shit. He conceives a child with one of those people. Like, you want to like cancel bullshit? Like, knock yourself out. Just take everything that existed for the last hundred years and I go would, deal with that. Like it's getting in line. I would say like, regardless of who how gives you a feel shit. about that, the issue really is it doesn't make any sense and it's completely not needed. That's the thing is that it's so stupid. It's like, okay, so it's this monkey's paws thing. And it's like, oh, the monkey paw for her is that he has to inhabit another person's body. And that's the quandary. You're taking one person's life and you're trading it for something right, else. But they don't that's, address that. But that's not what it is. No. Because it's like originally when Kristen Wiig starts getting like confident and, and Diana's losing her powers, I was like, oh my gosh, she's sucking her powers. That's away. what you thought. She was siphoning her powers. It's like, like that's... that's that's interesting. No, she's no. losing her powers because that's the trade-off for having Steve back. And I'm like, so then why is he in anyone's body? Right. Then why is he a quant- why is he Sam Beckett? And it's like for no fucking reason whatsoever. Yeah. It... And it's so stupid. And it's like that's the problem. Like if you want to start like going like she's a rapist, like dude, no, this movie is stupid, and it's 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 not that impactful because it because they didn't even think about it like it's just it's so dumb it's, it's not worth the discussion it's well yeah and like it's it fundamentally makes such little sense exactly and then they just keep addressing it and they keep reminding you and i'm like Why? to the point where she bumps into the real version of him at the end yeah and i i and it's like you're dealing with okay you're dealing with a universe where 
Wonder Woman is like an immortal being. Yes. Right? Who can use her lasso to swing on lightning. <laughs> there is a magic wishing stone that becomes a, like that, that can become that a, a man person. Like absorbs and becomes. Right. And we need to have Steve Trevor come back in the body of someone else. Yeah. I'm like, what? That's so dumb. It's what? like it's like there was a different movie where that was the premise. And then they just like kept and and they you know when they cha- when they wrote over the script in the second draft they like left that part in by accident yeah like it is so dumb and it's not even like we do a thing where we we the audience see, see the, the other normal guy, guy. Well, because we shouldn't because it's Chris freaking Pine I'm paying for Chris Pine right but it's like you know as other outlets have brought up like you know. If that person dies, like Chris Pine already died. Yeah, he's already dead. But well, like this dude's like, oh, sorry, dude. Oh yeah. Oh, this oh. guy broke into like the Smithsonian stuff. He's still a child. Like he's still a jet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, he his fingerprints he are on Secret old... Service people. Exactly. <laughs> like no, he went to Egypt. Like did they use his? No, they didn't use his passport. They used the, the stolen jet. Yeah. But like what? Yeah. Like, no, it's like it's the implications is... alone are st- are are. are they don't make any sense. It's weird when, like, magic gives you a more logical answer than what they decided to go with. Exactly. Like, a different version. They're like, no, no, we gotta have some sort of tether. It's like, no. Just use magic. Just, he just, comes back. He comes back. Ta-da! Yeah, he's back. And it's, like, confusing. You could play with that. Oh, uh, you know, he has no passport. He can't fly on a commercial airline. Yeah. He has no driver's license. Right. Like. He- he has no fingerprints. Like or, his, no... or the fingerprints he does have, they're like, you're a dead man. You're dead. Like, yeah, like you're on file as a freaking like spy from 1918. Like yeah. something like that. And it, it still plays with this, with the bullshit you wanted to achieve. That, and that's my point about like, why, like don't even like, it's like making fun of a clown. Yeah, it's... Like it's <laughs> pulling apart the logic of Steve Trevor's like quantum leapism is like making fun of a clown. Where do you start? His floppy shoes, his funny hat, like his dumb nose. Like you, but... it, it, none of it makes any sense. I think what, so, like, the moral implications of, like, them sleeping together is the last thing to worry I about. I guess, but I think it's, like, for a lot of people, it's, like, the thing they can really point to when they're, like, why doesn't this movie work? And it's, like, because of decisions like yeah, this. Yeah, because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Because it's, like, it's just a bunch of ideas slapped together. That's right. And no one is taking... There's no continuity director who is trying to make it all work. There, There is there is no world building in this universe. No, despite all the world building that this universe has. Yeah. No, it, it's true. Um... So that's a thing. So that happens. And then, like, they go to Egypt to, to deal with... To have, a, to have a fight scene. To have a fight scene. And... and oh, After a long bunch of, bunch of not that. Yeah. This doesn't, like... They try to do the... Or they try to recreate that, that sensation of Diana going to London um, for the first time. Entering, you know, our culture. And, yeah. like, you know, like, seeing the world for what it is. Not being on an island of just warrior women. Yeah. And being like, okay, wait, what? Mm-hmm. And like they try to do all of that, yep. But like in a really short, in like twenty minutes, way. and it sucks. Yeah. yeah, and they just it kind of just wastes our time. Yep. And um, they go to Egypt. Yep. Where Steve is put in mortal danger, but yep. he's fine, and like Diana's powers are waning. And, and again, like, like it would have been really fun to see Steve like in his own body, just being like, I put myself at risk all the time. It's who I am, you know? Like, yeah, that would be cute. I mean, it was. Yeah. Because you forget, because it doesn't matter. But, uh, yeah. But they, like, essentially fail in Egypt. Yeah. And then they go home. Well, they go home and they have to... Kristen Wiig has, you know, been tasked with finding out more information about this, um, 
like band yeah, that was the, around the rock yes and like essentially that it's like oh this was like a doomsday for like most civilizations it's why like the mayans fell and it's why sure. all these catastrophic events happen and mm -hmm. like we need to figure out where this all came from and i'm like ah oh, this is where we're getting to cersei okay right no <gasps> no we get the guy from drag me to hell to show up and explain like the plot for no reason i you know and and we were talking about this and this is where i pitched that like instead of having the cold open with them going to Themyscira. Yes. Right? What they should have done was, instead of having to go to this dude, this random dude who, like... I mean... It, who like, we never see before or after. Because, like, like, the thought, like, of having, like, someone who's like, I'm actually a mind descent, like, it's kind of cool. And it's sure. like, you know, whatever. That's neat. I was like, this is where they go back to Themyscira. And, they yes. and, like, Steve and Diana have to get back on the island. And that would have been the story. That's, right? You cut the whole Egypt scene. Right? And, you like, drop the Themyscira scene. And since I believe they were already, like named one of the women in the first movie as Artemis. Yes. You have her show up. Right. And she's like, get the hell off. Yeah. So wild. instead of Steve and Diana stealing a plane, or maybe they steal the plane, but they go to Themyscira instead. Yeah. And then they break in. And like you said, like they just, and that's the, that's the fun, like mid, I, mid movie. I'm not going to lie. Because we had done Greek gods before. I was like, when they had the band, I was like, they're going to go talk to Hephaestus. Yes. And I that's was like, and they're going to need someone to help get them there, which is why they're going to go there. And yeah. I was like, and, and then none of that happened. And they bring up the idea that like, she's still like exiled. Right. So like you have the scene where like Steve and Diana are talking about like how she's like, I have to break into the island. He's like, they still ban. Like it's been eighty years, and you're still not allowed on. She's like, yeah, I've been spoken to my mother in eighty years, and it's yeah. like cool. So then they steal the invincible jet. They go to Themyscira. They break on. They think it's going really well. You know, they 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 bump into, or maybe they. I don't remember what was the idea that we had, where it was like they go to Themyscira. They 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 sneak on. Yeah, it they, would be Artemis, and it was someone else. And I oh, Nubia. Yeah, Nubia. So Artemis they, and Nubia. And they go into like, let's call it the room that she uses that like had the uh the 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 what's it called? The boom the mother box from Justice League. Sure. Like, oh cool. You know, because it would have still been there. Yeah. And like it's underneath there's and it, like a, a secret portal that like, you know, staircase that takes you to into the underworld. And like Hephaestus is there and he's like, Oh, I remember making this, you know, to get a you get any circus to play this fucking character. Sure. And uh and, and then when they we get the information they need and they go back up and what, what but, was it? But like, like that was like a way for us to have like more action because it's like maybe and like I was like, this could be a cool visual where it's like they're trying to get to Hephaestus oh, right. and like Hephaestus has this thing about like human armor. And so he's a collection of them and they're all like enchanted and like they fight. They have to fight like But like they're empty armor. armor, it doesn't matter. And so you get like, you know, Wonder Nubia, Woman and Artemis, and Wonder Woman fighting and them. Steve. And Steve's like, and me too. And me. Oh, I'm so useless here. Yeah, and that would have been great. But then, like, you can even have Hippolyta show and be like, at the end, you should have just, you should have just asked, you should have just asked me. It's like I, I didn't think I was allowed back on. Yeah, but like, regardless, like none of that happened. None of that happened. It's never gonna happen. No, instead, uh, they... but instead, well, hang on, we missed. We didn't talk about the invisible jet. Yes, the Invisible Jet sucks and it's stupid and lazy. Did we even establish who her father was in the continuities of these movies yet? I thought in the first one they might have, but I now they subtly I'm pointed it out. Now I'm having a hard time remembering what I've read in comics <laughs> and what I saw in the movie. I, I remember that they mentioned the Clay story in the movie, but I also remember them kind of trying to imply that that was bullshit. But maybe that was just because of the baggage of like Wonder Woman blood, and yeah. so then I'm thinking like. But did they ever actually say in any of the movies that her father is Zeus? Well, I thought... Wait, was this the one where she took a little bit of everything from everybody? Eh. Was this... Was that... No, that? that's fucking Dead Earth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about! Like, I was just, like, having a hard time. Yeah, but, like, did they say that? Because, like, I don't think they did. Well, so maybe, then she's just like, my father taught me how they, to make things invisible. No, Your father? No, what? she didn't say she taught... She said, my father 
made the mascara invisible from the world. I've been trying to figure it out. Right. And there's a coffee cup. Right. And then she does it. Right. And it's just so like... So lazy. It was just so lazy. Because again, you know what would be neat? Hey, when they go to Themyscira, they steal the jet. It's not invisible. <laughs> when they leave, they're like, when we get, when we leave, we're going to lead people straight to you because of the radar. And Apollo uses some powers and makes the jet invisible. Or the gemsmiths of Themyscira, having been inspired by the like first appearance of Steve in his planes and shit, from 1918, yeah. built their own invisible jet and they give it to her at the but end. But that would have required them to go to Themyscira, which was never Which was never a thing. It's just a thing we made up. That was never going to happen. But like, but like, like, so that happens. It's just, it's another, it's more evidence of just lazy. It's just lazy. It's, it's just, just, it's just, hey, I read Wonder Woman comics or saw the show 45, 50 years ago. Yeah, and so I remember I, this I shit. To so like, this. I got to have the invisible jet and I don't care how we get it. Yeah. But I know the audience will care enough to ask. So here's this. Yeah. That sucks. Right. It's just lazy. It's just, and that's what this movie is. And that's why I think people are so harsh on it. It's, it's, yes. it's just lazy. Well, yeah. And regardless of how you took the first movie, that movie has a beginning, middle, and end. It's just cohesive. It, it just makes sense. It has so, a narrative through line and an arc for the character. Yeah. And like, and so when you get to this movie, it, it it's lacking so all of that. Um, so it's I, like someone else made this movie. Almost. Um, but... Essentially, they find out that like the only way to defeat the the wish rock is for everyone to give up their wishes right. or to destroy the rock. We're so just cutting ahead. I don't want to talk about any more of the bullshit. But yeah, like, but like, but you need to point that out yes. because it's like your options are kill Max Lord, right? Or which, hey, if which, you had that sword, would have been very easy to do. <laughs> that sword, but then you wouldn't have had a long speech that doesn't say anything at the end, right? Or or just give up everybody's wishes. And like, I think that's important to mention because of how not feasible that is. <laughs> Yes, because of or like you either and like the and not just not feasible because of human nature because the idea here is that she is supposed to be so inspiring, so hopeful that every so human being on the whole planet offers to give up their wishes. However, there are a couple of wishes that you can't undo. Right. So anyway, regardless of that, and we never cut when we cut to to Cheetah when she could renounce her wish. We cut away before she renounces it so that she can remain Cheetah later. I I no I thought I thought she was. She never says it. I thought I thought she just thought it. No. And like I thought she wasn't a cheetah person anymore. She was just no, she is still pumped up, Kristen. We never see her. No, she's still a cheetah person. I think that they were like. I didn't think she was. A I think person. I think this movie is so lazy that they were like. Well, no, I know that, it's I, okay if one person. Doesn't I know they their wanted wish. to leave her story open ended. Yes. I'm like. Yeah, that's why we don't say her, see her no, say it. You don't even have to do that. Yeah. Because then, would you, listen, you you screwed up this whole origin for her. Right. But if you and if you let her go back. Right. to being herself then she's like goes all in on archaeology because yes. she's like i miss that power yeah, yeah, and yeah, she yeah. finds something that turns her into a cheetah person yeah and she's young and like strong again yeah because it's fucking 40 years later like yeah that would have been great well and they might maybe they'll do that except probably not because one of the few things people are like this movie sucks and one of the worst things about it is that cheetah person right been that muddy horrible cg fight that's like only five minutes but it feels like the longest five minutes ever because it's like you shot day for night on that scene for no reason and like you covered it all up. Okay, people are saying she was a person. She but, was a person? But she was in her crazy outfit. Okay. Remember like she got the big hair and she's got like the, the ruffly yeah. skirt. She's totally she's a person. She's still a person? The question I'm is sorry. whether or not she still has that strength. Right, right, right. Because she might have just given up the apex predator. Because she, she got two wishes. She got two wishes. She cheated. Well, she's, she's a cheetah. cheetah. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Uh, I didn't commit every aspect of this shitty movie to my brain. Listen, we just said she's I thought she a was cheetah. still a cheetah. Um, but yeah. Uh, but no, so okay. Ooh, All right. But yeah, okay, even better. That good. Leave it that way. So listen, we 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 got to we got to get satellites. It's the 80s. You got to deal with satellites and nukes and Russia and, you know, yeah, and we're going to make Saudi it in, Arabia. We're going to set it in 84, and, use real world politics but not cast a guy as Reagan. Like yeah. you're, this is the same studio that cast the guy as Nixon. Yeah, but and it's like I get it. Like maybe you want to avoid that, but it's like it's '84. You can't pick and choose random shit that was important or mattered in '84, especially when you're one of your set pieces, the Oval Fucking Office. I know, I know. So we, we got to do all that. It's super '80s. I, 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 that's like that kind of like schlocky. Like it's Bond. It's yeah. Whatever. Fine. Fine. fine whatever. We whatever. Gotta, Max Lore is gonna go on camera and he's gonna. Get you can get it all. You can have get it all. people's wishes so that he can fix himself and yeah. keep his own wishes and screw over the world, thus right. destroying the world because now he's doing it to everyone. Yes, and yes. they got to stop him, right? right? But mm-hmm. like Kristen Wiig doesn't want to give up her her wishes, her wi- her her first wish, and so like she signs up with him, and then he makes her into a cheetah person. He he makes turns her. her she said, "I want to be an apex predator." Right, and I, and then when I think of apex predators, the first one I think of is cheetah. cheetah. Well, no, because she liked the shoes that Wonder Woman was wearing in the beginning of the movie, but and like, a cheetah but he did that. Yes, well, he just used what was inside of her. No, because when he's like when he's up on the podium, he's like, "I'll take this and that and give it to her," mm. and like so he's picking and choosing, like, "I'll I'll take this from you and this from you and get like." Yeah. So did a cheetah? Right. Make Was a, a cheetah wish? making wishes? I don't know how that works. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but I gotta tell you, the cheetah is never is never my number one apex predator. It's not. I think it's of. not. They're fast. They're fast, and they are predators, but they're also usually stolen from by other animals. Yes, they are not apex predators, even no, no, in their I, own I, environment. I, I think they, I think they technically count. Uh, may, maybe they count within the spectrum, but like, there are stronger predators. Yeah, within their own ecosystem. Yeah, I, whatever. So, so, so she she lassos Max and makes him say the thing that she was saying. Sure, but first she has a big fight with Cheetah as oh, in her golden armor that doesn't matter. So the golden armor, I did not foresee who that was wearing it. No, me at all. I was like, this is so bizarre. Yeah, and like the golden armor is there, and they made such a big deal about it for the cover. And it like they made a toy of it, like before the movie came but out. Like it's like it's the image you see for a lot of things because it's like it's striking. It's striking. And, and, and and you know it, yeah, because Alex Ross is a really good designer, and it, it came from Kingdom Come. It's really cool. Kingdom Come, if you're a comic book fan, and it's in the movie for like maybe ten minutes. Yeah. Um. Yep. Steve Trevor looks at it for a second. He's like, what's this? She's like, I'm going to wear it in the third act. Yeah, and then she does, and then she knocks the wings off. Immediately. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. She also, like, renounces her wish. Yeah. And Steve Trevor... That was so weird. She, like, kisses him and runs away from him. I get it. It's sad. She doesn't want to look at him. Yeah. Well, she didn't look at him last time either when he died. Yeah. She doesn't want to see him turn back into the Into the the other guy. Okay. No, I, I'm just It's just so weird. I don't, like, was... I, don't, I don't want to feel bad about what I've been doing here, so that, I'm going to leave. I'm just going to leave. I'm going to leave, and then later I'll hit on you. Yeah. Eh. Um, Did you know that's a Hallmark movie actor? That looks like a Hallmark movie actor. Yeah, they wanted a guy watch, who looked like that. I, I don't watch Hallmark movies, no. but like you said that, I'm like, yeah, he is. Yeah, that's why they said like, it, like they said it at Christmas, and it's like... So they just... They were shooting a Hallmark movie and they asked Gal Gadot to come on and yeah. like they shot their scene there. Like, was that what happened? Because it looks it looks like a Hallmark movie in that scene. Yeah. Get, that's jumping ahead. But so, anyway, so she so she can fly. She learns how to fly because she Steve taught her fly, how. And then she Yay. shows up in the armor and, and then she didn't. She have a, a big CG fight. Yep. 
it's not the worst cg fight i've ever seen it's not it's just cheetah does not look great like i kind of dug her like i knew she was gonna become a cat person we all knew that we all saw images of it um but like she was not it was not a strong look in that film and and they clearly dialed down the the lighting on it to try to hide a whole bunch of stuff and like it's just unfortunate because this is supposed to be one of wonder woman's like Main She's the main villain. Yeah. You know, they could have saved that some money. That isn't a Greek god. <laughs> right. You know, it's actually, they could have saved a lot of money if they didn't shoot the Themyscira scene that no one wanted in the first place. Oh, absolutely. Because they can, all the money from that, just put and, into and Cheetah. And put into Cheetah. Um, it's not like they have never made animal-human characters in right. CG before. Right. And I, for a second, I thought she killed Cheetah, but then she doesn't. No. Then... Yeah, I thought so too, because she's like, I'm so, then I'm so sorry. And she's like, I'm sorry I hurt you I'm momentarily. Sorry, I... Because I was really like, oh, she's going to kill her? Yeah. Really? I was like so disappointed. I'm like, oh my God. All they're they can do is kill, kill the villains. Yeah, don't but do then that. they don't. Then they don't. But it's like that that but, lead up to it made you think that. Yeah. Anyway. So then she has to face off Maxwell Lord and like it's super powerful and he jumps in a big beam of light. And, Which, and why then, is there a beam of light? Because Hollywood loves beams of light in superhero beams movies. Beams of light mean it's trouble. You yeah. Stay, you see a beam of light, people. Big blue light. Get away from it. Yep. It's never good. No, it's either Independence Day zapping you, or it's a uh, it's going to turn everybody into lizards. Right? Yeah. Um, but she uses her lasso and talks through him to the people of the world, so that they give up their wishes, and they all do. Mm-hmm. And then he also realizes like where he went wrong, and has like a like a midlife crisis <laughs> of a moment, and and realizes that like he's trying to be something that he doesn't need to be. Yep. He can still be successful and find success without having to go down the path that like is like the like rules of how to be a business guy like he doesn't have to do that and like again there's something interesting there but it's not really developed and it just happens and it's weird because it's like selectively like treating us like people like like adults where it's like you know i don't need a scene where he's like i'm whatever my race is (laughs) i'm proud you know like we don't need that like we get it but like why are you so ham-fisted with like literally everything else right and like he comes from like a broken home yeah and like it's like this was stuff that could have been kind of told to us throughout the film. What, what did we see that was that exact thing? Was that... Was it that... Yeah, it was that show on Amazon about whether she's, like, schizophrenic or Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where her, like, boyfriend is Indian and all the white kids make fun of him. And so he, like, Holy trains himself co- into yes, not being... what the like, hell's the name of that show? It's that show, everybody, it's like rotoscoped yeah. entirely. Yeah, oh yeah, you know this show. You, they <laughs> might know this show. It was on Amazon. It's like, um, oh, it's going to bother me. <sighs> Lost House Fair. Undone. Undone. That's what it is. I was watching that. Full gin on that one, too. Yeah. Um. Anyway. But it's the same thing. Yeah, no, it is. But like, at least with that one, it's like told differently. And like, Oh, it's 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 effective. It is, but, like, I mean, like, that's a sad and powerful story. Yes. Like, giving up on, like, where one comes from just because you think you need to fit into something that is, like, that is shoved in your face, but, like, is, like, you need to make not the reality. And I know it's not hard. I know it's hard, and it's not an easy thing to do, but it's, like... Especially in your weirdo But, like, movie. don't, don't just, like, I don't know. Don't just throw that in because you think it's deep. But regardless, so like she wins the day by using her words and and her love and her and her truth and yes, and, and truth, all that. truth, love. That's what she's all about. So here's where I have an issue. And not swords. Here's where I have an issue. Mm-hmm. Like this was my biggest issue yes. in the movie. Oh We're, wow! Yeah. My, I, I, above all, among all the issues I had with the yes, movie. Yes, yes, yes. We're watching this movie, and I'm like, so wait, everyone's got to renounce their wishes. 
Coffee guy can't renounce his wish. He's going to throw it back on. Oh, no! My coffee! And we see a scene in England somewhere. Yes. Where there is um, an English shopkeep, and she's talking to an Irish customer, and they're having it out. And, like, that was, like, kind of, like, that was interesting. I was like, hey, we're looking at, like, other, like, world issues. Yeah. Cool. Um, But, like, her thing is, like, she wishes all the Irish would get out of England. Right. And, like, so, obviously, that's going to happen. Like a paddy wagon shows up And he wishes she dropped dead. Yeah. So, all the Irish are being carted away. That woman is dead. Right. She missed all of Wonder Woman's speech. Yeah, she did not get to renounce her wish. She doesn't get. To, she didn't hear any of it. Right. So he the Irish renounces is, his. Yeah. So she got to wake up. Yeah, but the Irish are still being kicked out of it. <laughs> like I'm like, wait, what? I don't know. Well, it's just the the internal logic of the movie is entirely flawed. I know. And so, again, like, it's the problem, that's, like, the problem, where, it's why I didn't, like, itemize all my issues with the movie, because, like, it all coalesces into, it's very lazy, and they didn't think it through for no reason. And I'm like, I don't understand why this is such a prevalent and consistent problem with these movies. Well, and all for me stems to Hollywood doesn't care about these movies at all. They're just like, I need to make my hundred million dollars. I need to make my, my, my billion dollars. Well, for me, it's also frustrating because it's like they're dealing with a magical component which really should make it easy. And yet somehow they like whizzed it. Right. Like, and I, I'm, I'm you just that mean, Magic is just that. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. And it's like, you just had to be more selective in the wishes you showed. And then they, we'd all make fun of like, it's like, oh, well, obviously someone must have wished for blah or someone must have wished for blah, but we didn't see it. Nope. But it's like, you literally killed someone. And then like that person doesn't get to undo that wish. Yeah. Yep. They're going to come back to life. Sure. But they don't know what's happening. They don't happening. know what happened. Or like someone's like, hey, I'm glad you're back. But listen, you need to unmake your wish. There's uh, a lady talking through a lasso. Yeah. Well, they don't see her. They just like the guy who yelled at all, all of us to get our wishes. That he told us we need to make him go away. Yeah, again. never mind. It's fine. So that um, that happened, and uh, and then you know, and then it ends. Oh, and she find and she learns a lesson at the end too, where she's like, maybe I can bang other guys. Yeah, I guess. Because like guess, the whole thing, is I like, guess that was her character arc. That was her character arc. She's like, I will be. I so, learned. I, how- I loved a guy for. I loved a guy for like what a, a couple of months. Yep. Or weeks, he died, and I never got. I didn't get over it. I for eighty years. I don't know how to make friends. Yes, I don't know how to make friends. And well, she and does. I still didn't make friends. She tried. She's very good at it, but she's not very good at. She's, she's she, good at making the friends. She's not very good at holding. She can't keep the friends. And really, the, that's the most important. And she part. learned how to fly. And she learned how to fly. And make invisible stuff. Well, yeah. Does she keep that jet? Does By she put way, it back? Why didn't she use that when she was fighting? Yeah. Why didn't she make herself invisible? Or make Cheetah invisible. Or make Max invisible. <laughs> or make everything invisible. <laughs> because she's really good at it. She tries like for like a, a half second and it works perfectly. Um, yeah, that's the inter- the internal logic of the movie is just doesn't work. Yeah. Um, and then we got a Starsky and Hutch movie post credit scene that like if you're in your 50s, you must have loved. Yeah. Because I'm like, listen. <laughs> Let me let me turn in my comic book fan card. I didn't like the Wonder Woman show. That's maybe I, I was too freaking young. You know, I caught it in like tapes and reruns, but like I wasn't. You know, I didn't like the Incredible Hulk show either. <laughs> you know, I didn't like shows from the seventies. That's fair. And uh, it's, it's a, it's I appreciate. A, like I liked Linda Carter's cameo in Super Troopers more than this. <laughs> because she's a character in those movies but like that scene is like the, her but her post credit scene is like so 
obvious and like like it's the kind of scene that you get from a movie like that's the kind of sequence you get from like the phantom or like the rocketeer like and even the rocketeer is a better movie than this yes where it's like a movie about a comic book from forever ago you know like you need people expect a little bit more subtlety at this point you know like if you made linda carter that character whose name escapes me in the in the golden armor holy crap i can't remember what it was at all yeah uh but she's she's in the armor in that scene and it's like okay if that was her there you go but then to have her like say like stop a telephone pole or whatever from landing on a baby in america and she's wearing like her ceremonial freaking robes she's wearing a blue poncho she looks like she's fashion, in costume fashion poncho and uh and she's like i've been doing this for a long time she looks dead in the camera and like winks at you and i'm like yeah. oh my god and for a second, I was like, that's kind of cute. And then I'm like, that's stupid. That's as stupid as everything else in this movie. Well, again, and I, I'm i trying not to judge those types of things because there's a part of it that's dealing with my own disappointment of it not doing the thing I wanted. And right. I'm like, and that's not fair. Because yeah. it's like... All you right, know, you know what? You want to put... And listen, it's, it's weird she's not in the first movie. Like hysteria. Because like, like Linda Carter is he as... an A something. I kept coming with Astrid. And I was like, that's the female dragon like movie... Keep going. How to Train Your Dragon. It's ah, the girl. yes. She's one a, of the girls. She's more Wonder Woman than this character. <laughs> oh my uh, god. But uh, yeah, like I, I don't know. Like, listen, that's like the least egregious thing that happens in this movie, and it felt really dumb. I was like, it, I was like, oh, okay, that's it. it. It's just like I thought they were gonna set up Cersei or something cool. I thought that too, but that again, like that's why I'm trying not to like wait, judge it like, too harshly. Judge it against like, that because that's what like, I was thinking. That's not... what I was thinking. And so when that didn't happen, I was like, oh, but I'm like, that's not fair. No. That's not the reason to not like something. And like, you know, you know what? Put Lin- she's a, she's a working actor. She's a fun <laughs> character. Linda Carter is like ninety percent why anyone in the world knows who Wonder Woman is, like because the show was so influential. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't like it, but I appreciate its pop culture impact. You know, I get it. Just because Adam West was never in any other Batman movie except for the animated series, but arguably the best cameo that could possibly be. Co- it was, yeah, he's awesome. He's, yeah. But that's the thing, though, is that Adam West plays the great ghost, and like they're like he's an actor, give him a real freaking thing to do. That's really awesome. But uh, you know, so Wonder Woman eighty four. Uh, closing thoughts. I. I really liked the first Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. Like I, I, I really like responded to it. Like I turns out I like swords. Um <laughs> I'm not saying she should oh my gosh, we didn't talk about one thing that really bothered me. Oh please, this movie. Well, uh, yeah. Really we're... fundamentally bothered oh, me. Oh, was it the yeah the soundtrack. Oh or the score. Oh. The score for this film really bothered me. Because I love the Wonder Woman like theme theme done on electric cello i think that that's dope everyone loves it it's why it's in two or three movies i didn't know the electric cello even existed before you heard the theme well actually yeah i think it was that or because of tina Tina guo who is actually the inspiration for that theme and Ah. actually plays it in this like because she's friends with uh is it horner who does this yeah or is it uh, uh, no hans zimmerman i think yeah but like she knows them and like they were having a hard time writing that and like he thought of her and he wrote it Mm -hmm. not that she's wonder woman necessarily but like he's like oh electric cello bam there it was yeah and i'm like that's dope that's dope that's dope yep but like 
it was severely lacking in this film. And I get it. I mean, it definitely fit the tone of the first movie. Yeah. But I think it could have fit the tone for this movie. And it's not used appropriately. Like, it's used a couple of times. But, like, not in the spots I thought it should have been used, personally. No. And, no. like, honestly, like... When she arrives in the armor and like she comes out of the sky, that's the time I, that, to play I it. thought they were gonna they play it when she lands and she starts fighting. I'm like, I thought it was gonna be like a flight of the Valkyries thing. Like she comes out of the sky and it'd be like, you could, also just, <laughs> you could also just play Flight of the Valkyries, which would have been kind of cool too. Yeah. Or yeah. Or, a, or a version of it on electric cello. But like it like I'm not usually the person who listens to the like I listen to scores and I like them afterwards, yeah. but like I am not I don't You don't notice ear, them as they're happening. I don't have an ear for music. Unless it's Duel of Fates. And you're Unless like, Whoa! Um but like that I don't I don't have that ear but like I really like thought that that like I again like the electric show I was like that's so cool I'm so not musical I don't right. know anything um but like her theme is so strong and yes. then to have it be completely for me absent from this it's not technically technically no it, not it does happen it, it in the does movie. happen but like to have it not really be center stage it should have been like a moment it yeah should have really like, been... I was like oh oh and, what are we doing here yeah, like and, and there are so few of them where she is like Wonder Woman doing something like when do you do it you don't do it during the Themyscira scene you never do it during the mall scene you can't really stick it into the 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 the, the Egypt chase scene yeah you, you really like shouldn't do it in the scene where she's like giving her speech to Max Lord and uh the only time to put it in there is when she arrives to fight Cheetah yeah, but instead they wait till she lands and she fights Cheetah. I'm like, you could have played it the whole time. Yes. It could yeah, have when been... she's flying, but instead we're supposed to feel a swell of, like, you know, sadness and, and relief. Yeah. So, like, that that was, like, I was really disappointed with that. Yeah. Um, it was just unfortunate. It is unfortunate. It, it's, it's unfortunate that, like, in many ways, I think that this movie coming out on streaming actually may have saved it because we don't have a box office for it. Yeah. You know, although I did hear a hundred million clicks. Yeah, wow. How do you quantify that? The best part is you can't and you don't have to release your numbers. So you could just be like, it was an you know, unmitigated success. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Run Prove away. it. I won't. And I don't have to. Well, I mean, they I, apparently, as we stated before, like it wasn't part of my family tradition, but it can be family tradition Seeing around the holidays yeah. or like around that time period. And so like, that's a thing for people. And if you can't go anywhere, that's what you do. Then maybe you are going to like sign up for HBO Max, even just for like the month or whatever, just to have access to that. Yeah, because you were not allowed to watch it if you were a like trial member. There you go. Well, that's actually pretty smart. <laughs> oh yeah, it's better than charging thirty dollars <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it was the 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 scene. Yeah, it was just a rough. It's a rough go. It wasn't like the worst comic book movie I've ever seen. It wasn't a worthy successor of the first Wonder Woman movie. It wasn't even a really a worthy. It wasn't a worthy outing for Wonder Woman. Like when you make no. when you make Wonder Woman movies, you gotta like really make sure you get that shit on lockdown. Like you can crap out any Spider Man movie, and like most people, you're gonna based on the the rumors of Spider Man three, you were you were gonna find a verbal like a, a verbal majority of people who love that version. Yeah, they're like they're they're it's it's somehow more forgivable because there, I guess there's more of them. Because there's more of it, or there's just more people who like it. Wonder Woman, you gotta get right every time. Yeah, I, I think I think that's accurate. Um, even if even okay, so even if most of the movie stayed as it was, if the moving movie had been edited tighter yeah. or the pacing had been better, the pacing is so all over the it's, place. It's yeah, no, the Themyscira scene is so differently edited than any other scene in the movie, which is really funny because I read something where she was talking about the strength of pacings, like 
uh, Indiana Jones, like Raiders and, yeah, and no. like Last Crusade. And I was like, no, those yeah, no, those are... movies are like, she's like, they're so well paced. Yes, and, like, they she's are. She's talking about that. And I'm like, what the hell happened? Yeah. Like, it's like, this is like the, like they put out the wrong version. Right. Yeah. They may have. No. She says, according to her, there's like maybe only one scene that got cut. Oh, that's right. Well, that's lame because and, like, how dare you pr- compare that to Raiders? Raiders, like, I don't, the th- Indi- I don't think she's comparing well, I'm saying, it, the it's first, like, it, it's inspo for it, her. Well, don't do that because like people are going <laughs> to compare it. And like the first three, like Spielberg, especially in the eighties, like really prided himself on editing. And like yeah. he really had that, like the editing on on all three of those movies, Temple of Doom notwithstanding, they're all tight. Like the yeah. editing is spot on. You can watch Crusade. I I did like when I was like a lonely college freshman and had no friends and nothing to do. I watched Last Crusade like every weekend, mm-hmm. and like I found something new every time. And it was like not a long commitment to make. It was just, those movies are tight. This movie is not. No. This movie's loose. Not. It was like a pair of jinkos. Like it is just it is around the ass of this entire franchise. It is it is rough. It is too loose. Tighten that up a bit. I I, I would I actually welcome the fan edits of this movie. Sure. Because like you could cut out most of the quantum leap bullshit. You could probably cut it down to nothing. Yeah, yeah. I know people like someone just mentioned something about director's cut. I think she said she's like, there is no need for a director's cut. Everything no, I no, wanted there needs is to be in a there. Fan cut. Yeah, no. Because this, needs cause to this director shot. wrote this movie, so she loves this picture, and we don't. So I'd love to see a movie that's like, let's see a ninety-minute cut of Wonder Woman, maybe like an eighty, uh, like a seventy-seven-minute long cut of Wonder Woman. Yeah. I think you would probably get it down. You get it down to sixty minutes if you really want to make it tight. Just cut out all the Steve Trevor stuff. But like, you you could you know the first two opening like if you if you trim up the the the, the mall scene. Cause like it's fun. If you cut out both scenes, Wonder Woman doesn't show up for an hour. So like you gotta have that mall scene. Yeah. Just cut it down. Just trim it down a little bit. No, it's it's it's. You're right. Absolutely. I, and I, I, you know, it's it's too bad. That's really what it is. That's what it feels like to me. Like that's kind of like my like feeling. With- How is Shazam so good compared to all these fucking movies? Because it's tight. It's tight. Because it's tight. And it's like, not great, but and, it's not bad. But you could definitely feel the like the like the effect of Shazam on this film. Yeah. And like, that's not necessarily wrong, but it felt, it feels it's not like, the right tone. It feels like it was too late in the process yeah. to do it. Maybe. I, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's just like, it's all, like I said, it just feels like a hodgepodge of ideas yep. just put together. And then they tried to make it work from beginning to end. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't, no, and it really doesn't set up anything for her for the future. It doesn't no, really set up any... It doesn't drum up excitement for anybody. Like, no, no one's, like, like, hyped for Wonder Woman 3. You didn't set up any, like, future characters. You didn't set up any future plot lines. Nope. It's just kind of like, and there we have it. She's a blank slate. Like, yeah, you could literally end her franchise with this. Which is a real problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you could never do another Wonder Woman movie. And no one would be like, oh, it's too bad. Mm-hmm. You know? It mm-hmm. just... Or you could reboot it. I don't want to. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying like, it's that it's it's that far gone. Yeah. It was just like, woof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> woof. Uh, as uh, Devil's Advocate Productions, uh, HNY. Oh, it just went away. Oh no. Uh, HNY. Uh, Happy New Year. Uh, Doomsday Clock was awesome. Please do fifty two one day. Uh, by the way, stick around. We're going to be doing uh, recommendations for books that come out this week we think you should pick up. Yeah. So, uh, Rab L, uh, hey guys, hope 2021 treats you well and you keep going uh, with what you do. P.S. had no idea back issues were up early on Patreon. They are. Yeah, you can watch uh, 
back issues a week early at least for the next two weeks who knows what's going to happen after that uh but uh but hang in there uh jeremy moore congrats on 90k uh you've rekindled my love of comics that i lost when i moved out of parsippany here's to many more uh, years of your show thank hey. you jeremy hey parsippany. <laughs> Uh, Algie Try, uh, I always forget what I want to say when your show is live, so take some money, comic pop, hell yeah. Aww. Hell yeah to you too, Algie. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. We being geeky, have you read Marvel action thrillers? Doctor Strange is in it. Uh, I'm reading it for Ironheart, but it seems like a tag team book. I think I saw the cover for that coming up, maybe? I don't know. Yep. I've never read it. I've not either. Uh, Alex Cash, I enjoyed Wonder Woman 84, but I understand everyone's criticism. I loved Wonder Woman Dead Earth, however. Bought the hardcover on your recommendation, and it was super worth it. Nice. I agree. Thank you very much. Nice. So did I. Uh, Raj Patel, hey guys, just caught the stream, so I wanted to ask, should Lord have grabbed a loyal subordinate and asked, do you truly wish for my enemies to fall so I may succeed? Boom, movie over. It's one of my biggest issues of the movie, logic. Right. Yeah, it's just the logic is off. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Moore, thank you very much for more support. We do appreciate it, man. Thank you, thank uh, you. Master Terran, or Masterance, Cheetah's theme in the movie was so good, in my opinion. It made me so upset how bad it, the Wonder Woman theme always has been, throw, though they're trying to make it iconic. Oh, see, I'm not... It's I the other way. It's the I other can't, way around. I can't agree with you on that. Tell you what. Go look up Tina Guo and watch her play that theme. Tell me. Trust me on this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin Guy with a mustache, 90K strong. Let's go, population. Thank you very much, Let's Justin go. Guy. Uh, Super Pooper, my theory was that Gem was Eclipso Diamond. Really wish that was the case. Would have oh. been great. What a waste. Another disappointment. <gasps> That's great. Would have been okay with that. You know, the, Love the moon. It. Yeah. Love it. Ron6754, hey, Comp I've been a fan of your show for years. What did you guys like and dislike most from 184? Well, hopefully you watched the show and found out. Yeah. <laughs> Death and Sanity, what are your thoughts on Spider-Man? I love the character, my favorite superhero, and I enjoy most of his movies. Jeremy Moore, Wonder Woman 84, agree with Tiffany on using Cersei, having Wonder Woman exploring ruins, maybe on Crete. Wonder Woman could have encountered a Minotaur. Yes. Or the Kithator. That'd be fine with me. Or, yeah, that would be cool. Again, so okay returning to, to Themyscira is the way to go. Yeah. We being geeky, do you all think Jessica Jones and Man of Steel next snap affected this movie? Also, do you think this Wonder Woman is too nice? Is she not a believable warrior? Um, no, I don't think that the next snap affected the movie. I think, no, I don't think so. I think that, uh... I, I think that writing affected this movie more than anything else. I think so too. And I, I think they, they, it's almost like she just wanted to try something different. Yep. And like that was what it didn't really work. Honestly, if more of this movie had taken place on Themyscira, it would have made more sense in terms of the timeline for her. I know they're not really focused on that right, right. now, but then it would make more sense as to why nobody references anything that happens from this film in yeah. the future. Yeah. So, cause it's like, well, nobody knew if it happened on Themyscira, what happens on Themyscira? Stays there. It stays on Themyscira. Uh, we being geeky, <laughs> did Bruce Wayne wish his parents back and then unwish them? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I mean, well, unless it's Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne, in which case he wasn't born yet. So. Right. Oh. Uh, just for me too, they said that his father was Zeus and Ares was her half-brother, therefore she's a god also. Yes. Okay. That's why she has, like, power powers. Right, yeah. Uh, Drew Torres make Batman vehicles invisible to fight Steppenwolf. Yeah, why didn't she do that? Because they didn't think of it. Uh, Valentino G, Wonder Woman 84 was so disappointing, even boring. Pacing was off. Should have been more Indiana Jonesy. Worked for Aquaman. Best of for the best for the new year, y'all. Thank you very much, Valentino. Thank you very much. Yeah, I. The problem is with like with Aquaman being like like Indiana Jones is that like it's barely like that. We just got a scene where they're in the desert and they like put together a thing. It's more like National Treasure or. Uh, well, I, the Indiana Jones I think comes into the like 
glow popping. Yes. And they do do that quite a bit. Yes, they do. Um, even if like they go like in the ocean. You know what I mean? That technically counts as that. There's a lot of locales. That's so true. I definitely get that. Yeah. Like, no, I get like that feeling. Analysis. Yeah. yeah. I, I see why people might associate it. Uh, Green Man cartoons. Why not have Wonder Woman fight a magic villain? She has a unique access to a whole load of stuff that other DCs don't. Yep. Lean into that. I, I'm so on board for that. And they... It's like they did a half measure with a wishing stone that yep. a person becomes. And it's like, just go all in. Yeah, just go do all that. all in. <laughs> yeah, well, they're not going to do that. Truffles Gaming, I was genuinely hyped for this movie because I loved the first one, even though I had minor criticisms of the movie and suffered from sequel movie syndrome. Yeah. No, it did. And, it, and again, like, I think even if the story wasn't super strong like it wasn't, like, if it had been tighter, yeah. I think we would have been way more forgiving of a lot of its oh, yeah. issues. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jane, uh, Jeremy Moore, since Wonder Woman did Crisis on Infinite Earths, I'm sorry, did, since Warner Brothers did Crisis, does this mean the DCEU will do Infinite Crisis? No, no, they're not going to do any more crises. Like, they, you know, they, they might reference it or it might be like a Flashpoint Crisis, but like, we're not going to do Infinite Crisis. Uh, James says, uh, hey guys, are there any comic book arcs you would like to see on the big screen for any of your favorite characters? Plenty, but, uh, there's too many to name at this mm. point. Um, but thank you for your support. Uh, I, you know, I'd love to see any number of Spider-Man stories that, like, you know, make sense and are grounded. Craven's Last Hunt could be easily adapted. Uh, just, you know, just New Mutants, where it's, mm -hmm. like, shorter, trimmed, and more streamlined for the character. Uh, Death and Sanity, I meant the comic last week, also the costume. He meant Spider-Man. Because he said, what do you think, what did you, how did you feel about Spider-Man? Oh, it, it's cool. I like it. I enjoy this series now. Uh, but I will say that this whole run, like, this whole arc has felt like an annual that's been stretched over five issues. Like, the last three issues, I'm like, you really are stretching it, guys. Uh, Carlos Johnson, I liked Wonder Woman 84, but I think it was targeted towards children and older casual fans. The commercials prepped me for the light tone. Happy New Year. Very possibly. Oh, I knew there was going to be a light tone. And, like, I personally preferred the, like world war one but that tone fit for that world totally you're in like a grim gritty england you're in world war one yep. that worked 100 percent. totally so like shifting over fine like that's not really not a big deal it really just comes down to like how not put together the story is and, yeah. and how not put together the pacing is so like tone wise I'm, I'm i'm okay with it yeah the nihilist uh wonder woman 84 is the modern day superman 3 i'd say it's more like the superman 4 <laughs> is that the the yeah the nuclear man or yeah. whatever yep yep it was the worst one do you know who the new spider-man costume looks like to me yeah wow huh. i've been trying to like i was like am i right about that i wanted to look it up yeah he looks like quantum from quantum and woody yeah that's like what he reminds me yeah of, that's really weird for some reason i mean hmm. it doesn't have like the like as, like this is more yellow but like yeah. that's immediately what it made me think of yeah that's funny well, it doesn't say Spider-Man, I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, so let's jump into some books that we recommend that we think you should pick up. Uh, Tiffany, go take it away. Oh, okay. I only pulled a couple of things this week. There's a lot coming out, but I figured the show was going to be long, so I just wanted to do a quick little sample of sure, some stuff yeah. that I'll be picking up. I'll be picking up more, but it's just these for right now. Hellions number eight will be coming out. I'm, like, addicted to finding out about Sinister's ridiculous plot to do whatever. I'm not even going to call it circuitous, circuitous schemes because it's sinister. Yeah. And he doesn't deserve that. <laughs> um, but I will be picking up Hallian's number eight. Um, Eternals number one is coming out, uh, written by Kieran Gillen with uh, art by Asad Ribic, I believe. Yes. Yeah. I'm super excited to, to see what Kieran Gillen does with this. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to pick this up um did you see how many pages this first issue is no i didn't 44 44 pages Ooh, 
okay. Um, also, a bunch of future state books are coming out, so be on the lookout for those. I'm going to tell you at least one that I'm going to be picking up, which is Swamp Thing. Obviously, that's not really a surprise, guys. No. It's written by uh, Ram V, uh, by Mike Perkins. So those are some of the things I'll be picking up this week. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I'll be getting Amazing Spider-Man 56. I think this is the conclusion of this run, which, like, feels really weird and anticlimactic. Uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal number seven is the last issue of this series. It is over. This is it tomorrow. It'll be over. And then immediately, within the same day, ushering in the future state, which will include Future State, the next Batman number one, which I'm also recommending only because I'm going to be reading it. Uh, Wonder Woman, Future State. Uh, there's a number of other Future States. Ooh, wait, Future State. Oh, back okay. up to the... Oh, okay. Sorry. I was just... I thought the border around hers was like more Art Nouveau. It's it's not. Keep no, going. it's just the Future State aesthetic. Uh, Future State Superman of Metropolis I'm going to pick up. Uh, I saw that Symbiote Spider-Man King in Black number three is coming out, but I'm not going to be reading it. Uh, Future State Harley Quinn number one we're going to read. Flash I'm going to read. Uh, Generation Shattered also starts, which has nothing to do with either of those things. I've been reading that. You didn't say you're going to read Swamp Thing. I did not say I'm going to read Swamp Thing. You're, you're <laughs> going to read Swamp Thing. You, you go ahead and read Swamp Thing. Uh, and I think that is it. So those are the recommendations we have for this week. I'm going to be checking those out. We'll be talking about those hopefully next week. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the matter? Oh, just Death Metal's ending. Yeah, Death Metal's over. Wow. Yeah. Neat. Hell, hell, of, a, hell of an era. Uh, but yeah, listen, uh, we will see you guys next week. But before we go, if you want uh, to check out some interesting books from Inside Editions, you should click the link in the chat or in the description below this video. You can get some swell-ass books like these. Uh, you can save 35% by using Pop35 in checkout, or just click the link and it'll do it automatically. It'll save you some time. Look at how much bigger that Spider-Man book is to this. This book's already big. Well, they get to make them different, like... Yeah, they make them different sizes. Yeah, whatever. Depending they... on what you, like... Well, they've got the coffee table size. They've got, like, again, like, the, the books I have that have recipes in them, so, like, the overall Those are, one, like, a little smaller the, than this. They're definitely smaller than that. They fit on a shelf. They do. <laughs> this one fits on a big shelf, and that one fits on an even bigger shelf. But, uh, yeah, they're meant for display and also for enjoyment. There's a lot of really fun stuff in here, so check those out. Uh, from Inside Editions, a really, really solid publisher. Again, if we ever get uh, sponsors like we have uh, on this show today, they're only from people that I whose services I actually patronize. And uh, I would actually buy. So here they are. Uh, check them out. Um, it's a matter. Oh, nothing. Someone just mentioned that something else was coming out. I didn't see it oh. in the list, though. But uh, yeah, from there, uh, we want to thank everyone from our Super Chats on down to everybody who's watching the show. We really, really appreciate it. We're really looking forward to everything that's coming out uh, in 2021. Uh, and we're really looking forward to giving you what we are going to be making here at Comic Pop uh, for the next year and that's beyond. Weird. Uh, so thank you all so much for your support. Thank you every for everything, and thank you for supporting us. Um, and we will see you guys next week with an all-new episode. Of course, if you want more, check us out tomorrow. Elseworlds Exchange, Wednesday back issues, letters page was cut and out. Uh, it's up on Patreon right now if you want to check us out at patreon.com slash comicpop. And if you want even more, if you can't, if you can't handle it, and, and you need more, twitch.tv slash comicpop. Follow to watch Tiffany play video games, usually Tuesdays and, and Wednesdays. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I should check those out as well. Uh, so twitch.tv slash comic pop. Follow over there. And we'll see you guys next time. Thanks a lot for watching, everybody. Bye, guys. <laughs>